too. I'm afraid. Don't be afraid. No. Be afraid. Be very afraid. Trying to say I'm not natural. <laughs> I'm natural. I'm as natural as it gets. <laughs> Look around you. This Hello is... and welcome to a new episode of Fascinated with Films. <laughs> As Dave over there being natural. <laughs> I smell natural. Justin, <laughs> Justin's over there trying to survive. Oh, yeah, Justin's just sick. Just, Don't oh, get too sick. close to your speakers. Dedication. <laughs> Did you get sick because of that article that I sent you? Yes, that's what it was. That was a great article, too. Oh, Did you read the whole thing? I yeah. did. Yeah, yeah. yeah I re- he chose I realized, the name Paul Dupree. Yeah. <laughs> I realized I was a gay wrestler this week. Yeah. I, I realized even know, I didn't even know. He didn't even know. <laughs> but it was crazy. They were the, so it was. I found this article. Um, I didn't know. I was trying to. I was trying to search Dupree Brothers to see if. Yeah, the, that was one of my questions. How did he come across it? To see if. <laughs> well, I wanted to see if iTunes, if if it would, if someone typing in that name would pull up fascinated with films. Mm. Uh-huh. On iTunes. Right. And it doesn't. Oh. <laughs> I should pull movies up and stuff, though. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. If I put... Do, but I I never got past the first page, because this is the first thing I saw was <laughs> the Dupree brothers, the gay biker wrestlers that no one knew about. And I was like, like shit, like, I didn't know about them. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I got to click on this article. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like openly gay couple... In the early '60s, yeah, as a tag team wrestling personas. duo, and then, yeah, one hit, and it was crazy. That the whole thing was. Well, crazy. How many times has happened? Yeah, right. I knew Brutus and Barbara Beefcake and Greg the Hammer Valentine were really close. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not spreading any rumors here. <laughs> Greg the Hammer Valentine. See, he's dead, right? No, he's alive. He's alive. He's yeah. one of the ones. He's one of them. He's one of the handful. That's... It seems like every week. Oh, like this week, he, someone murdered suicide. I don't remember, but you might. The wrestler? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, I, I'm I sure saw Eric. I didn't see it, but I'm uh, sure Eric knows him. Eric knows the really like underground. underground the stuff. What was it the Raging Rebel? Huh. Was his name? I'll have yeah, to ask Eric about it. He'll probably know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, <laughs> anyone see any good movies this week? You were telling you were about to say you saw some. What did you see this week? Yeah, I saw uh, Annihilation and I saw Game Night. Which one's Annihilation? Annihilation has uh, Natalie Portman. Oh yeah, um, I, I heard about it. Yeah. yeah. What what is it's it? It's a uh, famous director. I can't. Is it Christopher Nolan? I think Christopher Nolan. I'm not it. sure who did it. Yeah, um, they were very vague about in the trailer what it was about. So uh, when based, did this come out? Uh, just, just recently, recently like yeah, yeah. And it was, I was in the theater. Yeah, I didn't I even realize really, it left the theater. Yeah, I was really surprised it was you available. You would get rent it Redbox already. or something. Yeah. Um, like you, I live out in the country. My internet is crap, so I just rent Redbox. Um, but so basically, what happens is, is like this alien. People are laughing right now. Yeah, <laughs> Redbox. Uh, I actually <laughs> thought about that the other day. Um, Give you a dollar to me, man. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, I have a much better selection. So, like this alien life form crashes into. It's like in the form of a comet, but it doesn't explode when it hits the ground. It just like becomes part of this lighthouse, and it starts growing its own environment. Yeah, yeah through mutation of the environment that it starts to surround and the area gets bigger and bigger. Well, over a period of years, you know, the government and military are like sending teams in, but nobody ever comes back, you know? And so eventually Natalie, Natalie Portman, well, yeah, right. But you know, due to a a series of events, Natalie Portman is the one that goes in there and it's, it's, it was good. It was worth watching. (laughs) I was. And I'll tell you, there was one scene in there and I won't say anything about it. Other than, I like the director. Other than, I'm sure it's Christopher Nolan. It probably was. Um, other than like 
when this scene was over, I thought, holy shit, I might have nightmares about that tonight because it was so creative in yeah. what happened and everything like that. And you'll just, if you watch yeah. the movie, you'll know what I'm talking oh, man, about. I wish but. I had nightmares. <laughs> I know, right? I wish I'd remember Sometimes my dreams I, at all. I can remember my dreams very rarely. I had... I don't remember any dreams. I, no. I remembered a dream maybe last year. Yeah. Once. It's every, weird. I dream every night because and I can almost remember them all. my schedule's always screwed up. I think I'm just kind of leveling yeah. right mm. above REM. I'll work on projects mm-hmm. in my dream yeah. to wake up and find out I haven't started working on oh, them yet. Yeah. <laughs> like I got really <laughs> far on them in my dreams. Yeah. yeah. And then woke up and was like, oh, man, no, it was a dream. I was, oh, was happy. Yeah. Done. <laughs> I'd be pissed. <laughs> um, and then I also saw Game Night, which was yeah. funny. Um, it's probably what I thought it would be. What, yeah. Which one is that again? It's just it's a, with Jason Bateman, just a Jason Bateman and comedy. the girl from The Notebook. Um, Rachel and, McAdams. Yeah, and, and there's a couple other people. Man, I it. sent Dave a trailer that looked fucking amazing. Are you into the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo movies? Uh, I, I liked it, yeah. Oh, the, you see the originals? You see the originals? Like the three of them? The trilogy? Yeah, the, not from the three. No. Because that's what's frustrating. Those were awesome. Those were amazing. And that's what I've heard. Really And phenomenal. the new one, I liked it. I love the new one, too. The new one was really good. I'm disappointed that they're not going to be able to redo the uh, girl who played with fire, the girl the, who kicked the hornet's nest. Why not? I don't know. It's just so much in trying to get uh, all those actors back and getting the same girl to play Elizabeth and getting. They probably who knows yeah. if they could even get the rights. And to Fincher it. doesn't want to do it, or he's doing other shit. I don't know. Yeah, that, I was. Just just, a, I wish Fincher I was doing it. Why you start it if you weren't going to do the whole trilogy? Yeah. Because yeah. it is a three. It is a trilogy of a story. Although, yeah. although it, it could he might have come on and said, "I'll do the first one." But it also, uh, that being said, it. It plays as a good standalone movie, too. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people don't even know this two more, mm. uh, but it goes into her backstory, and it's amazing. The Swedish version's really the ones to watch, and it's got Naomi Rapace, who's the chick from uh, 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 pre, pre, uh, the Alien movie. What is it? The new Prometheus? Alien movie. Prometheus. Oh, okay. Yeah, the one She's the one that get, the get in the surgery her, uh, machine. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Machine. That's yeah. the original. I'm not a huge oh. fan of hers. Uh, oh, I loved her. I loved her in... Uh, the girl with dry tattoo oh, movies. She was perfect in that. Well, anyways, that was all a build-up to they're doing a new, brand-new movie. And I think the author, he might be dead or maybe... Yeah, he died. Did he die? Yeah, he Lars, died, but there Lars was... Lars Steigman or something? There was like, he was working on a fourth yeah. book, and it was somewhat completed, and another author picked it up well, and finished I'll, the book. I'll send you this trailer later on, uh, and it's called The Girl in the Spiderweb, and it looked oh, phenomenal. Really? Like, insanely good. And it's awesome. directed by the guy who did the new Evil Dead and that Don't Breathe movie. And uh, yeah. he just went next level with this. And it's the girl. I haven't seen her in anything because like, apparently she's in The Crown, I think. I think mm-hmm. that's the show the she's in. The girl is playing Elizabeth, but she looks amazing. In the, the It looks really good. Mm-hmm. Anyone who's a fan of the other ones, you definitely should check out the Swedish versions. Yeah, well, I, I want to. Really good. Uh, so, yeah. That's, <laughs> I didn't see any movies. You didn't see any movies this week? That's true. Anthony Bourdain died, though. I know, yeah. man. Super sad. Don't really talk about that stuff on pod much but yeah i, I, like, I really really yeah. liked him interesting guy and uh it just proves that uh money can't buy happiness his depression show, is, depression's a bitch his show was was the best travel show yeah and oh, it yeah. just happened to have food on it oh yeah yeah, yeah. like it was, if you want to know about a cool like if you want to know about a place and and whether it's cool or not yeah his um travel channel ones unknown destination unknown, unknown. yeah they label great. it just by city oh yeah. really or Country Vietnam or something, right, and yeah. then go, and then he always gets somebody that knows their shit. Oh yeah, yeah. and no, they they're go fascinating. And they go and, and they show him like he'll get drunk and they'll show it. And yeah, he shows a lot. Of stuff. He's like that celebrity that you can look at and you're like, this guy I could have a drink with, and I know he could tell us oh, yeah. interesting stories about yeah. all different. He's stories. also the guy that if you started telling a story, he'd probably say that's a stupid story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you a better one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he's just not he he doesn't mind calling right. people out of yeah. shit. But 
Anyways, he died. And it's a moment of silence. <laughs> uh, so this week, this week we have a special episode happening. We have, uh, this is our second of uh, two. We've done uh, one other one of our actor series. And uh, the cool thing behind this crossover. is... Crossover. Yeah, the, the crossover, you know? Big fan. Picking, a, uh, picking an actor that has done a series of movies on their own, and then they have this one key movie that they do together. So we're going to cover an actor and an actress. And uh, unlike the last one, these two actor and actresses actually have not only dated each other, but they've crossed over twice uh, in movies before. Three then. times. Uh, three times, really? Oh, yeah, 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 three times. I just didn't put that one on here, uh, which... Could have been on here, but it was. We're it was trying to keep it. Dumb. Uh, we're trying to, <laughs> no, it was pretty dumb. Yeah. <laughs> we'll mention it uh, during the whole It was thing. written by Julie Brown. Uh, yeah. Well, we haven't even mentioned the actors yet. <laughs> uh, I, I, uh, let alone the movie. <laughs> no, I know, but that just tells you how dumb it is. <laughs> so, uh, we're going to talk about uh, Jeff Goldblum and Gina Davis. All right. Two right. fabulous uh, actors and actresses. I think I can do it. I can uh, do it, coach. <laughs> grew up watching both of these p- people. Uh, there's a lot of the movies on here. You forget how many movies Jeff uh, Goldblum actually went in. <laughs> that doesn't count. Ooh, that was close. <laughs> <laughs> what did trying, he have to do? Three listen, times and what happens? If you didn't um, listen to the last pod, yeah, yeah I have I have a problem with uh, keeping Jeff Goldblum and Jeff Bridges' name straight. So, <laughs> but he didn't he bet us something. Yeah, he, he, said, said, it, he said three times, and I he was just going to completely switch. Yeah, completely. Oh, switch. the pod has yeah. to switch. The pod switches to a Jeff Bridges pod. That's twice. <laughs> no, That's twice right there. Not, not true. <laughs> he has to mistakenly, yeah, yeah, want to say Goldblum and say Bridges, <laughs> but don't let him do it. Don't. I'm just going to call him Jeff. The <laughs> Jeff pod, Jeff and Gina. Uh, so yeah, what's uh, great about Jeff Goldblum? And what's interesting about him is that he goes into, if you look at his uh, filmography, he has a uh, knack of just going into a movie for like 10, 15 minutes mm-hmm. and like killing it. And there's, there's several movies on here that we put on the list where he's not the star of the movie. He's just, he comes in for like 10 or 15 minutes. He does the Jeff uh, Goldblum show, yeah. which me and Dave were even talking about the other day. He's, he's the perfect Jewish at, Sam Jackson. He, well, yeah. <laughs> it's not bad of a uh, comparison, but he's uh, <laughs> he's got that ability to talk to himself yeah. you know, uh-huh. and yeah. work stuff stuff out out loud yeah. to him yeah. and uh, or under his breath yeah. and everything and it's very weird you just you get to know it over the years of seeing Jeff Goldblum it's Jeff just Jeff Goldblum being Jeff Goldblum right. and there's a lot of great movies there's one that actually comes out today in the theater and um, me and Dave are going to go see it on Monday is that Hotel Artemis mm-hmm. I've seen the trailer and he's only in like one shot of the trailer but it's the part of the trailer where you're like oh my god Jeff uh, Goldblum's in this it uh, looks amazing so yeah. I'm definitely going to go check that out so we'll report next week how uh, full report how we uh, think Hotel Artemis I'm going to go see it before you guys and but spoil it sons bitches <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but Gina Davis, a lot more starring roles for Gina Davis, and I, I went through, and it was hard to pick which movies one to talk about. There's, a, there's ones we'll just briefly uh, talk about, like their very first movies and stuff like that. And there's ones that are on here. There's that are, one that better be on there. Uh, just saying. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you hear the I'm table, pretty sure it's on. Yeah, if you hear I, the table flip, you'll, 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 you'll know why that is. <laughs> uh, so we could start with let's start with Jeff Goldblum. We'll work through his first uh, the five movies we decided to pick for him, and then we'll get into that kind of crossover movie, and then we'll talk about some Gina. So the first movie for Jeff Goldblum, I think we should touch on his very first role that he was in, which is very shocking uh, thing, and he's lucky he didn't get typecast <clears throat> right away off this first one. 
And uh, Dave, you know what this first movie is. What is it? Uh, Death Wish. Death Wish. Do you remember his role in Death Wish? I do not. He's very, very he's small very rape role. and murder <laughs> First five minutes, he uh, the very beginning of Death Wish, it opens with uh, Charles Bronson's not at home, it's at work. Yeah, and, and his wife his and his daughter are grocery shopping, and they... I guess this was a service in the 70s that the grocery store was going to bring their groceries home for them. Oh, uh, wow. Like, separate yeah. from them. Like, have them you delivered pay, to my house. Yeah. yeah, you just get your groceries and then you pay the guy. So they, they put them in a box and they put them off to the side and everything. And at some point later in the day, they or it's not too long after. That sounds fantastic. And what happens <laughs> is Jeff Goldblum's part of this group of thugs and he looks really kind of creepy and skeezy in yeah. this movie. He's super young, too. He's with this group of thugs and they just casually go over to the groceries and look at the address oh, <laughs> so shit. then when they uh they i don't think they directly follow them home they're like five minutes behind them mm-hmm. they show up at the house they open the door say they're with the groceries and come in and rape and kill i think they rape and kill the mother and they uh rape and uh she's like catatonic the daughter it was oh it's one of those God. rape scenes that there's there's a lot of difficult ones in movies that uh that kind of make you turn away and are, are horrified by it. this was one of them and it had jeff Copeland in it oh my doing God. it like pulling his pants down and just looking creepy as hell and then he leaves and that was like the uh uh the last we see of him i think even when charles bronson starts being a vigilante i don't think he, he ever gets a, gets, those he gets guys. away with it i don't think they ever get the initial yeah. guys that oh, wow. did it he, he just, just started out for blood yeah I love the death. Was, I haven't seen the new one. The new one with uh, no. I was going to rent that this week, but yeah, uh, I'm going to save it for this weekend. I'm sure they'll be good. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. Those are simple enough movies, but I love the originals. One through four were all awesome. Yeah, uh, three is the the one man. I've actually three is the fun one. I've actually never seen any of oh, the Death wow. Wish. I know, and I and again, and you're going to watch the week, new one you know? first. Well, I, you got seem sacrilege. Yeah, you get one of the old ones. Then come, watch. come to my house and watch number three. I remember it was All weird. Right. Death Wish was one of those movies that, growing up, you thought it was a lot worse than it was. They made that movie sound at that time. It was pretty bad, though. Mm. Maybe yeah. it was pretty bad. I just remember that was on the list of you can't watch that. Ever oh, yeah, watch right. that movie. Well, and it, that might be why that, that might be why scene. I never yeah. saw it. And they said was, the same thing about Firefox for some reason. I don't know why. Who said that to you? Firefox didn't have anything in there that was bad. Dad. I loved Firefox. Firefox. It was PG-13. It wasn't, was it? wasn't even R. That was weird. We have to talk about that in one of these pods. Great. So yeah, Jeff Goldblum, we'll, we'll just talk about that <laughs> briefly till we go on to some uh, something major. I think we should start off with one of his biggies, man. Do it. So I'm going to I'm gonna jump around. I won't do this in like their chronological order. It's when called... They, when they were done. Uh, Your show. Yeah, well, we can, we can, we can <laughs> make the rules up as we go along, man. <laughs> you could go back and forth from one. If you want to get Ooh. complicated, go back and forth between actor and actor. We could, you know. I mean, I like the convergence when we get down there to the uh, one that they We're have in common. Together, man. But we can, we can, we can throw <laughs> you can it do whatever. Them. Do whatever we want. You can, do you want to do that? I can flip. I don't uh, care. After, uh, I, I really, after her. Um, yes. All right, Justice Collins. I'll go one to one. What? What's been decided? Well, then, well, then if it we're going to do it, in there. what popped in yeah. there? Well, we're going to do it that way. Let's start with the crossover one. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I think that's, that's a, a good idea. one. So, the crossover movie, and like Dave said, there's three of them. The one we're not going to really talk about uh, is uh, Earth Girls Are Easy, which is oh. very interesting, weird movie, and the uh, the creatures. Wow. What, you have one is. Uh, uh, one is Damon Wayans. What, weren't they the one original Teletubbies? Teletubbies, yeah. yeah. Jim Carrey, Damon Wayans, Jeff Jim Goldblum. Carrey. That's so Those were crazy. Like three it weird yeah, creatures. Yeah, me too. And you you see them out of their creature thing, but they I haven't get, seen it so the, long. It was, it was, yeah, like, yeah. It was bad. It was yeah, like it was. haircut. They just got a haircut. And yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, like, they, weren't they bl- bright colored? Like yeah, orange, yeah, 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 yeah. Orange and purple. Blue. And, yeah. It's a weird movie, Yeah. Man. 
So that was, uh, but Gina Davis was in that movie too. And then uh, one of their other convergences we, uh, we're we going to mention later on, so I'll keep that uh, secret for now. Mm-hmm. But let's start with the big one, which is 1986, The Fly. Yeah. Directed by the great David Cronenberg, which brought a lot of Cronenberg-esque stuff in here. This was probably his most commercial movie <laughs> up until maybe History of Violence, where yeah. he got a little bit more commercial at that point. And <laughs> I often wonder if there's scenes that he really wanted in the studio. was like, you can't show that. Oh, yeah. Movie. I guarantee I there is. Because <laughs> yeah. if you look at his stuff before this, because I'm a huge Cronenberg Existence fan. So, I, uh, so uh, Existence is way after this, though. But before this was like The Brood or Scanners, Rabid, Slivers. These were all like really twisted, fucked up body horror mm-hmm. movies. Yeah. Where like someone takes their like opens their uh, friggin' robe and they have like five people attached to their stomach type, type <laughs> of weird things. Yeah. Like almost like uh, uh, the original uh, human centipede kind of thing. Oh, wow. Was, it was on a very, very low, low level. Right. Uh Thought we were Cronenberg? never going to mention that movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's certainly not going to be on our list. <laughs> no, I'll tell you though. Uh, you know, I haven't seen The Fly in probably twenty years, and and yesterday I was thinking to myself how well I still remember yeah. it. Like it sticks with you, man. No, it does. And again, you know, I was very young when I started. Like I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if I did see that. What do you know? What year it came 86? out? Eighty six. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. when you're yeah, five I, years old. No, it must have been one of after Fox's that. Two then. biggies that year. You know what else was that year? Big Joel and Chad. Oh yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, such a good movie, dude, and it just sticks with you. Yeah, and this was one of Jeff Goldblum's like major, major roles mm-hmm. because, like I said, he had been he'd come in and he'd do these little things, and even another movie that I uh, was dying to put on this, but I think I'm going to save for another pod is the. Because uh, I know uh, Justin hasn't seen it, and you probably need a refresher on it too. Is the Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai Across the Eighth Dimension? Amazing, amazing uh, movie written by uh, uh, W.D. Richter, who wrote uh, uh, Big Trouble in China. Oh, nice! Uh, but it's very weird, very strange. He played the cowboy in that movie with the big cowboy yeah. hat. So he he did all these great little minor roles. Who was the lead in that? Peter Weller. Peter Weller. Yeah, so <laughs> fun. John Lithgow's a bad guy. Freaking a lot of famous people are in that movie. Uh, but with the fly. I mean, they just trusted the hell that he could play this role, you know? And there's something I was telling you this uh, the other day. There's, uh, there was a secret producer in this movie that kind of uh, was a major on-hands producer, but they kept his name out of it because they didn't want people to think that it was any way a comedy, and it was Mel Brooks. Really? Yeah. No shit. Very strange, right? Huh. Uh, I didn't know this myself. Did he have, like, a stage name? No. I mean, he just... They just kept his name off the credits. That's I what mean, I was just they, about to ask. Was yeah. he on the credits? And there was at all? no internet. So yeah, yeah. It was like you gotta right. keep that that's shit. That's awesome though. You gotta keep that shit on the down low. <laughs> God. Uh, internet's ruined a lot. But stuff. I forget <laughs> how many times there was some disturbing shit in this movie. Oh yeah, man. no. I, and it didn't start off that way. At first it started off really crazy. And this was one of those folklore type movies when you were hanging out uh, with your friends and you were talking about it, you were like, Oh, remember the scene with the monkey? And uh oh, yeah, they put the, the monkey baboon. in there and the baboon yeah. and it came out and it was all inside out inside out and gross and disgusting. That was like like the thing that we used to tell each other on the like schoolyard that you got to watch this movie and has that friggin' monkey scene in it, yeah. or the dissolving of the uh, of, of the uh, arm. John Getz's hand and foot. Yeah, I the- love John Getz in this movie so much. People forget how much John Getz is like the hero of this movie. He's an asshole. Yeah. If we had to do asshole hero pods, yeah, uh, his his character in this movie is really like that because he really has. He's the guy that Gina Davis goes to to try yeah. to get him. Yeah. To talk her her ex boyfriend, you know, and her publisher uh, for the uh, for the paper That's for right. the magazine. She was a writer. And she was doing the story on uh, Jeff uh, Goldblum. I'm assuming everyone knows the fly. 
uh, he he creates these telepods that will teleport you from one side, eventually, hopefully, one side of the world to another. Right. But it, it literally breaks your atoms down and reforms them and everything. And mm-hmm. it, he can do it with uh, inanimate objects, but he can't do it with uh, living creatures. And they eventually does it with the baboon and it works yeah and he gets drunk one night because she decides to go uh uh back and kind of really break things off with uh, the john getz character and uh while she's gone he gets drunk and decides to go into the pod uh by himself but doesn't realize that he has a traveler yeah. in that pod with him uh and it's a little fly and instead of uh i love the scene later on where he's talking to the computer and he's got his uh He's got his gloves on because he's already losing his fingernails yep. and shit. Yep. And he's he's typing in and he was like, what did um, Seth Brundle absorb the fry, a fly? Yeah. And it said, no, it was like a change at the molecular level yeah. and everything. And he realized, holy shit, I'm turning into a fly. Remember, remember Metamorphosis, the book? Oh, Kafka. Hell Kafka. yeah. This is very Kafka-esque. Is very, very Kafka-esque. Mm. And it takes, it plays out. He gets grosser and grosser. I just remember it, that. It's very interesting mm. that you made that connection too because... David Cronenberg literally is like the Kafka of movies. Huh. You know, he's that disturbing guy that brings up subjects that no one... I I knew a girl a long time ago that we used to hang out all the time. We were huge book nerds and we read all the famous books and stuff like that. And I, I loved Kafka because I love the trial and I love Metamorphosis. And she's like, don't tell people Kafka is your favorite writer, dude. <laughs> he's like, really? They, they form an opinion on you like immediately when you do that type of thing. And it's Happiness like, is my favorite movie. <laughs> yeah. He's dark and he's like, Cronenberg's the same way. So it's weird that he was able to kind of grab the, the same kind of concept uh, with the metamorphosis, you know the story of metamorphosis. Mm-hmm. It's a short story too, and it's only like thirty-three pages. Something mm-hmm. people forget, or thirty-seven pages. And it's a guy he just wakes up in the morning and he's a cockroach. Oh shit! And he's in his bedroom, and his parents are trying to get in, or his, his parents are trying to get in, so he locks the door. Yeah. And uh, everyone, his boss shows up trying to get him. I just want him to come out of the room. Yeah. And he, he can't come out of the room because he's turned into a cockroach. What the fuck? And uh, and it's just him. Uh, it's just the breakdown that he'd rather stay in there alone and die than uh, face the uh, the social stigma of who he has become. Wow. And it's really crazy. Yeah. And it's very similar elements are in The Fly where he's changing and obviously he, uh, it, it gets bad, man. Yeah. I mean, Dude, my, like, so many scenes in, in that movie, but the arm wrestling scene. Yep, that's he, one of them. That oh, was another one man. of the scenes that we used dude. to mention as With kids. Bone yeah, he just out snaps that. Yeah, just snaps that dude's forearm in half. Man, that was great when he woke up and he realized because that was one of the first. At he first, was happy about it at first. Oh, he yeah. gets some pro like elements that are happening to him. His strength. Yeah. It's crazy. Remember, he's he's having sex like twelve times a day. Yeah. The point where Gina Davis is like, "How much fluid you got in your body, man?" Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and she's got so much energy. He's eating tons of stuff. Uh, but then he's like, uh, "Remember, he's." putting so much sugar in his coffee and yeah. he's like screaming. You could tell he's changing. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, he just, he gets that strength. Remember, he's like doing that gymnastic shit yeah, he's and actually walking on the fucking ceiling yeah. yep. and shit. Yeah. And his fingernails start coming out. Remember, oh, oh, yeah, <laughs> the scene with him in the bathroom. for some reason. Such that an easy effect. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Such an easy effect. You put a sticker over your real finger, yeah. you just peel that shit off yep. and the audience eats it yep. fucking up, dude. The other just fucked up scene in that movie is when Gina Davis gives birth oh, yeah. to the maggot. David Cronenberg is the is the doctor who delivers Oh, really? That's, that's no Cronenberg's, kidding. That's uh, Cronenberg's cameo in the movie. Oh, man. That's gross. Yeah, no. Oh, I mean, it's like, I forgot it's like about a maggot. It's like it's a like two-foot like maggot. Yeah, it's like, really nasty. Yeah, like... And ugh. she wakes up all of a sudden and freaks out. Yeah. I need an otomy now. Yes, yeah. And that was another one where uh, I love... Uh, 
Like John Getz just was there for her, and then at the end he went over there with that that crazy shotgun. Yep. The uh the the one that's on top of each other, not yeah. side by side, the double yep. barrel that's on top. Over it's under. like a Browning yep. fucking. Uh, Sometimes they have twenty twos <laughs> on one and, and shotgun on the other. I love oh, when really? he, yeah. I love that he came in with the case and you got to see him put it together and everything. But yeah. then Seth came out of nowhere and just dissolved his arm and his yeah. And that brings me to like <clears throat> I was like most people, I was disappointed with number two, but. One thing about number two, and it's while I'll, while I, and it's the reason I'll own number two, and I and I uh, will watch it, is John Getz's character. Do when you they own have to go, two? yeah, with Eric Stoltz. You know, it's Eric Stoltz, and it's the yeah, girl yeah, yeah. From, the one with the, where it's his the, son, right? Son yeah, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. It's Eric Stoltz, and it's the girl from uh, Spaceballs. That's the, oh, the girl okay. from it. Princess Vespa. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. At some point, they don't know what's going on, and they go to John Getz's house, and he show, and he answers the door with a cane and no hands and everything. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, my God, it's awesome. Yeah. That's <laughs> uh, literally the only connection with it. And I've heard rumors for years that they were going to do Fly 3 and just ignore number two, and they were just uh-huh. going to do that. Maybe they'll do it now that the Halloween thing is going to be uh Well, and like it was a it was a remake in the first place. Yeah, it was a remake. Vincent Price that was in... That, that original was horrible. I do, but I loved at the end. Yeah, 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 yeah. Help me, help me. Yeah, yeah, but this this showed the acting chops of Jeff Goldblum. Like, oh yeah, Absolutely. really, really good, man. Yeah, and this was a huge, huge success in movie. I'm not sure what Cronenberg's next movie was. It may have been Dead Ringers, uh, which was a kind was of a lower key one with uh, Jeremy Irons, where he played the twins. It was very weird. They were gynecologist huh. surgeons and stuff. Very weird movie. But most of Cronenberg's movies are like really out there uh, compared to. Uh, the ones that were acceptable, like The Fly. Yeah. But The Fly is the most normal movie you got. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's kind of out there. Uh, so, hey, let's go to Gina Davis. All right. We're just going to uh, run right over. Well, this was both of them, so I guess we could go either way. Now, let's stay with uh, Goldblum since that was kind of both of them on this. And uh, let's go Jurassic Park. Yeah. 1993. Yeah. This was arguably his, like, uh, coolest yeah. role. Yeah. And he had gone a while without doing Iconic. a movie. You he know? created that character. Oh, yeah. He almost Must plays that character yeah. in other movies now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. A lot of Goldblum-esque stuff. He did a lot of... Bleeds through. It's funny because he did a lot of commercials... He's do, he does now. Yeah. He, he does a commercial on TV now. I'm not sure what it is. One's for like an apartment day. finder. Yeah, and, something like that. Yeah. yeah, And it always seems like it's that guy that's doing the commercial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ian, Ian Malcolm. Yeah. Well, he has the scientists. Like, people think he's smart, I guess. Yeah. Just because he plays a lot of scientists. That's what I picture. I, I, yeah. Roles. Him right. having those conversations with Laura Dern. Yeah. With, like, the water, the drops of water. Yeah. Everything, that's everything what I think is of. random. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, Chaos theory. I, <laughs> yeah. He was just the voice of reason in that movie, and he was the cool guy in that movie. You yeah. know, he uh, his line about the Disney ride breaking down is yeah. one of the greatest. Yeah, lines. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, what does yeah. he say? But the uh, he says, "Yeah, John." He says, "Oh, when uh, Disney opened in nineteen something, he, he's like nothing they, worked. Nothing oh, worked." Yeah. He says, "Yeah, John." But when the Pirates of the Kingdom broke down, the, they didn't come alive and kill the yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. man. Really, really funny. But he was the one I loved that. Uh, I specifically love in Jurassic Park the scene where they're where they're on the conveyor belt going through the uh, oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. very Disney Epcot type uh, ride right. where they get angry at some point and they stop it they, yeah. because they got questions you right. know and they just leap off the thing and they go down there and everything and uh, how disappointed. Uh, Richard Attenborough is that the only person who's all for it is the the shady lawyer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See the one that gets it in the toilet. He gets it in the yeah. toilet. Oh. oh, gets snatched up. 
What's wrong, kids? You don't like lamb chops? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was one of the Fanucci's. He was the Fanucci's. Oh, no Fanucci shit. Brother. I do you awesome. too someday. I do you yeah. too someday. <laughs> <laughs> I got that movie coming to the mail too. Oh, Oscar. that's great. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love the scene where he's on the uh, back of the Jeep right after that. Oh, yeah, man. And T-Rex I mean, is coming go, at me. Go, go, go. Must go faster. Yeah. Must go faster. Like. Super iconic. Or when he steps out with the flare in his hands yeah. and just kind of saves the day that way. And he was really great in this movie, man. Yeah. I loved him in this and there's a funny thing I had read that Spielberg was really angry that he because he found out he had used that line in a different movie. Must go faster, must go faster. And really? said it the same exact way. Oh, really? Do you know which one? Huh. Uh, I want to say Independence Day. Was that before this? Was, yeah, it was after it. Probably. Well, oh, that Jeff Goldblum had said it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and he after. used, he improvised and, he, and Spielberg kept it because he liked it. And yeah. then he found out. He had already done that. Yeah, line it's probably before. where they're huh. trying to get off the ship, off the main. It's yeah, funny yeah, I don't yeah, have yeah. Independence down here. Is the table gonna get flipped? <laughs> <laughs> Some edge. <laughs> Table's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't a huge. Is there a day song on there? Independence Day. No, that's. I'm uh, thinking of. Uh, no, you're not. Don't talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's my favorite. <laughs> trying to work it in there. Uh, yeah, Jurassic Park was one of those. I mean, at that time, I think it was the biggest money maker around. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, talk God. about summer blockbusters. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and it's what they're trying to recreate with the Lost World, which I'm not a huge Lost World fan. I, it comes out next week, and I couldn't be yeah. less interested. I, I don't plan on seeing it in the theater. I will, sure. No, I would never see it. I'm, in the I'll, I'll I see will, it on Redbox. I'll probably I, watch it on Redbox. I watched it on Hulu one night. The the one, the, the first Lost World, first Lost World, or uh, the first Jurassic one, World, Jurassic, Jurassic World. World. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Well, the one with Chris uh, Pratt. Pratt. Oh, Pratt. Pratt. Yeah, yeah. Jeff Bridges. Yeah. It was good. It was, but it was. <laughs> that was you. That don't count. Just put, put it in his mind. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> if I just say his name. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, all right. So let's uh, work our way to Gina. Let's go with Gina. Let's go with Thelma and Louise. Yeah. 1991. A lot of people don't realize that this is a Ridley Scott film, man. The I same guy that. who did Alien, really? Blade Runner. Black Rain, huh. a bunch of Makes sense. kick-ass <laughs> movies, man. But this was a phenomenal movie, and I loved this uh, right when it came out. First of all, I love Gina. I've always loved Gina Davis, and I've always loved Susan Sarandon, and mm. they both played their characters so good. Yeah. Have you seen this movie in a while? Oh, not I a haven't while, seen though. it, but I remember it oh, yeah. pretty well. It's so good, and they're uh, basically best friends that never take a vacation to decide, hey, let's go. We need a vacation. Uh, Gina Davis's husband is Chris Chris McDonald from uh, Shoot McGavin. From, yeah. Uh, from Happy Gilmore. Yeah. He's a dick, right? And uh, yeah, Always. he's a dick. He's the dick in the movie. And uh, <laughs> Susan Sarandon's husband, who is also usually a dick, is not a dick in this movie. And that's Michael Ma- uh, Madsen plays Susan Sarandon's husband, who's like the understanding. Remember when shit gets real, she ends up calling him, and he's right. Uh, shows up with money and everything like that. And they actually got a decent marriage. Well, no, I think they're on and off again. But uh, so they're gonna do this great vacation together, and Gina Davis doesn't tell Christian McDonald where that she's going. She just packs her shit and leaves with uh, uh, Susan Sarandon. And shit goes bad really quick. Doesn't she steal his car or something like no, that? No, I don't like... think she takes the car uh, because Susan, Susan Sarandon picks her up and she just comes out with her bag. She doesn't, Susan Sarandon doesn't know she hasn't told Chris oh, McConnell yeah, okay, that he's not right, going yeah, either. Yeah. So, and shit goes bad really quick. It's like that night they stop. Someone tries to rape yeah. um, Susan Sarandon. No, right? someone or, tries to ra- rape and, Gina Davis and Susan Sarandon, and Susan Sarandon, Sarandon sh- shoots him in oh, the parking lot. Oh yeah, with a gun. I remember in the parking lot. Yeah, and it's the you've seen the actor before. He's a great character actor. He's been a bunch of different shit. I can't, I can't pinpoint another movie he's in, uh, but you've definitely seen him before. <clears throat> so yeah, they're at the bar, and Gina Davis just drinks too much, having a great time. Goes out in the uh, parking lot, doesn't want to fool around with this guy. Literally 
throws her onto the hood of a car and has got her pants almost off where Susan Sarandon's like wide-eyed you know she's got those wide eyes too she stands there and she's like uh uh you know, Justin uh handed me a thing there he is that Tim- Timothy uh Car- Carhart let me there. see his you, face he's in the bottom middle oh there. yeah you've yeah. seen him before he's, he's kind of random but yeah, I, yeah, I do know random. who he is yeah I know Dave's seen him before. oh yeah yeah, yeah. He, oh he was in something. Now it's on. Now it's gonna bother me. So anyway, so Susan Sarandon blows him away, you know, and uh, they run. You know, that's yeah. one of those split second uh, decisions. You know, they could have probably stayed there. And Harvey Keitel is the cop. They could have uh, gotten. Yeah, they might have gotten away with it. Yeah. They might have. It could have been justifiable homicide Absolutely. because uh, she was defending her friend who was almost. Yeah. Uh, raped. If it was in Texas, they certainly would have got. Fuck away. yeah! Yeah, and I. It might have been in Texas. It Someone looked like did, Texas. Yeah, it did have it that, uh, that look for it. So then after that point, they are on, man. They're on the road, and they're, uh, they don't get totally crazy right away. You know, not until... Because uh, remember, they meet up with, with, uh, Brad, Pitt, with right? Brad Pitt, one mm. of Brad Pitt's like early, early movies, too. Yeah. And uh, remember, she's t- he's telling her that he's a bank robber and explains how he robs banks. That he's oh, like yeah. super sweet, and he's nice about it. And... He literally stands up on the bed and, and acts out what he does. And remember, Gina Davis does that later on in the movie oh, really? when they actually start robbing the banks. She's like giving the Brad Pitt dialogue in the banks. That's funny. I didn't this is not your that. money. This is this. And this is what's going to happen and everything. Yeah. Not until because they eventually have to do it because uh, uh, Gina Davis had never had like an orgasm before or had been with a good guy at all. And she ends up having sex with Brad Pitt that night. So the next morning at breakfast, she's having breakfast with Susan Sarandon. They're still on the run. They're having breakfast, and she's super thrilled. She tells, oh, I was with uh, Brad Pitt and everything. And then Susan Sarandon's like, where is he now? He's like, he's in the room. He says, you left him in the room with all our money and this and that. Go back to the room. This guy stole everything. So now they have to kind of improvise, and they have to call Michael Madsen and get money sent and everything. But there was some killer scenes in this. Remember when they uh, get the truck driver to pull over? The... uh, the, the big rig there's a big rig guy who's hauling like gasoline or something get him to pull over it they see him randomly throughout the movie uh-huh. very like christy brinkley style yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like the opposite this guy is like sending uh lewd uh kind of messages to him and yeah. communication and like uh, hand signals and everything like that so at towards the end they they finally get him to come over and they they like pull over pull over and they pull him over and he's slowly coming over to him and everything and saying these like kind of uh chauvinistic shit to him and uh they blow up his friggin' rig. Remember, that's they right. just oh, shoot, shit, shoot right. the, the thing and the whole uh, truck explodes. You bitches are crazy. Yeah. You're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and it comes down to one of the more uh, memorable endings. I think we could probably spoil this. Oh, yeah. I, I think it. even people who hadn't seen this movie, if yeah, they you get, know, still they get know cornered. <laughs> yeah. They get cornered. And they'd rather uh, they'd rather die than go to prison. Yep. They've, they've almost, at this point, gone past the point of a row return, too. Yeah. And they made it pretty clear. Yeah. And from what I've heard, they did go... Days, I, she made me do it! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, from what I heard, they they flip-flopped a lot on this ending. And the, uh, really? The production company or, or the, uh, the... There's probably some uh, people mad company. that... Well, no one wants... No, like, Hollywood... Uh, no Hollywood uh, producers or stuff want you to kill your two main characters. But see, Especially I, two sweet women that, that people are probably relating to through the entire movie. Right. You know. You don't but want. that just makes it all that more powerful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's one of the most memorable movie endings of all time. Yeah. It's also know? one it's of the... It's been parodied a bunch of times, uh, too. <laughs> still. You know, still. Yeah. Like, uh, you know... And it's also one of... If, if you could possibly make a 
a pack suicide more happy. I mean, the music, yeah, the, right, like, hand grab, yeah. just over the friggin' thing. It's yeah. like they didn't make it sad, which is weird. Yeah, they made it like we're going out on our own terms. Yeah, it's, it's like liberating, you. you know, yep. through death. Like it was, it was. It's strange. It's, you don't. I don't remember having a reaction to it when I first saw it. Maybe I knew that they killed it themselves before I saw it. Maybe I saw it a couple of weeks late, but uh, uh-huh. did you know that they were going to kill themselves before you saw the movie? I, I don't you remember. remember. Yeah. It's like Bill Murray and Groundhog. Because it had to have been, <laughs> yeah, right. it had to have been shocking, like, you know, well, that see, first weekend yeah, yeah. in the theater. I think, like, holy crap. They killed I, it. Fucking die. Well, and that's the thing the is, I think there was supposed to be some kind of a, uh, did they make it? You know what I mean? Where I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know, because I, I, I remember, you know, hearing people having that discussion, like, you know, well, they might have made it. And the car in Greece took off. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean. yeah, that is very interesting, but Gina Davis killed it. That was another one that she had been already in. That was 91, so she had already established herself as a, a big actress. There's a lot of the stuff I got on here that's pre-91, too. Most of her stuff. Because uh, she started early on. We should mention... Uh, now that why we're still on her, we should mention her first movie because the first thing she ever did was probably the first thing I ever saw in, which was Tootsie. Okay, and oh. she was super small role, but she was that woman that she was one of the actresses that was on the uh, the soap opera, and she was I remember it because she was in her underwear like the whole thing. <laughs> you know, she was she was yeah. constantly she was the one that was in the changing but she was, room. But wasn't she in on it? She knew no, she, she was know. not. No, no oh, one okay. was in on it except for Bill Murray. Uh, Bill Murray was the only one who knew that Dustin Hoffman. Do you remember Tootsie? Not really. Yeah, do you know weird, the premise? Yeah, of it? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a it's a weird movie. It's a weird it's movie. Though. Yeah. It, it it's very weird, especially to the point where uh, it gets really awkward. Not awkward as in hard to watch, but awkward to the situation of what Dustin Hoffman should do. Because remember, he ends up falling in love with uh, Jessica Lange. Yeah. Remember, he goes out to the farm with her and uh, Charles Durning, and Charles Durning likes her, likes Dustin Hoffman's yeah. character. Like to the point that he's gonna reveal his feelings for her and everything, and then at the end where he takes the wig off and surprises the shit out of everybody <laughs> on the thing. Remember uh, the uh, Captain Lassard was kind of the lecherous, uh, really guy on the uh, on the um, soap opera. Uh, the guy from uh, Police Academy. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Punky Brewster's Com- dad, Commandant yeah. Lassard. <laughs> Commandant Lassard. Wasn't Dabney Coleman in this too? Oh, I don't know. I think he was. I- but uh, Gina Davis was great. She was super, super young. She must have been like 18 years old in this movie. Uh-huh. Super, super thin because she had that weird role. And that was kind of her role that it had to make. She was in her underwear to make Dustin Hoffman actually feel like uncomfortable uh, because he was. It really made you feel like he should not be in this uh, change. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> because he's obviously, if you haven't seen Tootsie, it's Dustin Hoffman has to dress and drag like complete drag to be able to get a job as an actor because he can't get one in, uh, as a guy for some reason right uh and he gets this great role on the soap opera and then kind of it's tough to keep up to keep up but yeah gina davis that was her uh, her origin story right there and she was fabulous <laughs> at that uh so let's go let's bounce back to jeff goldblum here and to a movie that i know me and dave love uh, our cousin Eric loves this movie. I, I grew up watching this movie a lot, and it's super hard to find on DVD. And Justin has not seen it, so we'll be talking about it to Justin here. Nice. Is uh, 1988's Vibes. Oh, nice. <laughs> I remember this back when I saw the the TV spot. Do you remember the TV spot for it? I don't. Where uh, it's Cindy Lauper and uh, Peter, Peter Falk. Falk and Jeff uh, Goldblum. And, and, and uh, Julian Sands. And the the... Guy that's chasing him. Oh, the Swedish he, guy? 
Yeah. Yeah, was, he, he was in another couple of movies, too, and I can't remember what else he was in. But, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Julian Sands was great in this yeah, movie, too, Julian's. The Warlock. Uh, oh, yes. <laughs> Arachnophobia. Yeah, Arachnophobia. Yeah, that's, that's what I like. Movie that's him. what I like. That's where you go when you think oh, Julian yeah. Sands? Yeah. I also think, uh, when I really want to think fucked up, I think Leaving Las Vegas. He was, he was the pimp. He was Elizabeth Shue's pimp in that movie that she escaped. Really? Was he? Yeah, yeah, he was horrible. And he Dude, was horrible Warlock guy. is like actually one of my favorite. Oh, movies. one or two. I've both. never heard of both. Yeah. I, I go back and forth with which one I like more. Yeah, they're awesome. I think I like two more, to be honest with you. It's been a while. I haven't seen two as much as uh, I've seen that one. That scene but... where the, the guy from uh, The Thing who got the panels through his chest, he uh-huh. was in the elevator with the with the bugs in the box, oh. and it was supposed to react when he was close to the Warlock, and he's oh, in the that's elevator, right. and the yeah, thing the thing's going, going nuts. Yeah. <laughs> it's really cool, man. Awesome. Oh, when he was birthed, remember he like just got birthed in that girl's apartment in the beginning of number two. I don't. Oh, it was creepy. See, man. I need to see it again. I, I, love, I love those movies. So yeah, Julian Sands was the bad guy. So basically, well, the TV spot. Let me go back to that. It was a very simple, weird thing, and I saw it. this movie came out in '88. So I was probably uh, for the most of '88, I was 12 years old. But it was a simple TV spot where Cindy Lauper was like a super close up of her on the television screen and she's white background and she's she puts her hands on the screen and she says come put your hands on the screen I remember doing it yeah. I remember doing it yeah, on the TV yeah. you put yeah. your hands on her hands and she's like can you feel that she's, and she starts talking about telepathy and stuff like that because that's kind of what Vibes is about it's huh. about these <coughs> there's a group of people that all have different abilities Sidney uh, uh, Lauper, she, she has was a, a uh, she has like a, a voice in her head. She has a voice in her head, but she stuff. could uh, what do they call that trance and uh, where she can leave her body. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she, yeah. she has that out of body experience where she uh, she Astro leaves her body projection. and astral projection. Yeah. Thank you, uh, but she also has a voice of. Uh, can you do that? Uh, I can <laughs> kind of <laughs> <laughs> with chemicals. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I will say I have done it before. <laughs> so she's got that ability. Jeff Goldblum has the ability to touch any object or someone's uh, any object really and tell you something about it, where it's been, who's touched it, uh, mm. all that type of stuff. It was really neat. And there's other people that just have the ability, like that Swedish guy. So at the very beginning of the movie, it's really great. They they're all at kind of like this seminar where they're testing everyone's uh, abilities and everything. Mm-hmm. And you can tell who's the shit and who's not. You can't, you don't really know what they're doing, but they're trying to put together. What did the Swedish guy do? Uh, he well, could read people's minds okay. uh, type of thing. Uh, but they were all really important for a different reason. And what they were doing, you found out uh, early on, is that Julian Sands was trying to, he was part of this uh, scientific research team that was going to put together a lot of these uh, special people with special abilities to go into the jungle in like South America to look for this ancient temple that's got some sort of power up there, some supernatural power. Oh, cool. And they don't realize it at the beginning what's going on. But it was some really fun stuff with Jeff Goldblum where he's like, remember he's, he's at that thing at the beginning where he's uh, telling people this is oh, what's yeah, going yeah. on. <laughs> then he puts his hand on the table and he's like, someone's had sex on this table, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is a great scene with his girlfriend. Remember, he's he's in bed oh, with his yeah, girlfriend yeah. and he takes her... Uh, he takes her panties, panties off. off. Someone, else, someone else, someone else, Adam. He's like, someone else just touches your panties, and she's like, she's like, no, that's not true. And he's like, like yeah, he played hockey last night and he scored three goals and an and assist. assist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, what the hell? And that's she so like funny. has to come clear. I mean, how would you cheat on a psychic? You know he's yeah, psychic. Right. Yeah, you know right. he's gonna right. touch your yeah. shit. I don't think he could date one. <laughs> and so uh, during this whole thing, and you, they kind of get to know each other and everything, but they just have like a 
uh, a passing kind of relationship. It wasn't anything uh, major until Peter Volk, Columbo, <laughs> Peter TV's, TV's Columbo he comes in the movie. This was so the funniest awesome. things he's ever done <laughs> in his so career. Awesome. Oh, really? So oh. funny. Harry, he played Harry. I can't remember his last name. But he just shows up at uh, Cindy Lauper's apartment and he says, my, he says, my son has yeah. gone missing. <laughs> He says, "This is a shirt of his, and I'm hoping that you could, uh, I could hire you, and I'll pay you like fifty thousand dollars if you could go." He he went to go into the jungles of South America. So this is his, this is his lie uh-huh. because what's actually happened is he's looking for the uh, the gold or the power. He wants, that's oh, in, he, he wants the money, the fortune and glory. Yeah, uh, he wants gotcha. in the jungle, so he gets Cindy Lauper into it. Who who gets Jeff uh, Goldblum? So it's basically Jeff Goldblum, Cindy Lauper, and uh, uh, Columbo are nice. all going to a thing. And the other exploration team is the Swedish guy who who's kind of the dick. That is the only one now that's with Julian he's a, Sands. He's uh-huh. more. Uh, he's more than a dick. Yeah, he's kind of, he's, he's, a, he's a real dick. So a lot of it's on location. I don't know where they filmed it, but it was like a tropical kind of adventure movie, almost reminiscent to like, like Romancing the Stone. Yeah. It was it was very Romancing the Stone uh-huh. with like supernatural yeah. elements, uh, but it cool. had. Some of the funniest stuff. With he had Jeff the greatest, Goldblum, but the, Peter Falk, they gave him a lot of good one-liners. Oh, they had so many great one-liners and everything in it. There was a scene where Jeff Goldblum is about to be, uh, they send some prostitute in there to try to uh, to kill him oh, yeah. and everything. And he, <laughs> he moves at the right moment where she's coming at him with a knife and she oh, flies nice, yeah. off the, uh, the railing and kills herself. And oh, everything. shit. And uh, that's a great line with uh, with what's his name with Columbo. That's not all. Not all gangs are. He's like this is gang related. He's like no, not all gangs are bad. There's our gang with Alfalfa and. (laughs) But he's like still talking the characters out while they were like he's still mumbling about it. He's got one of my best lines. It's a scene where. Where Jeff Goldblum and Cindy Lauper are at each other's throats the whole movie in like a funny way, uh-huh. and uh, uh, Peter Fox says, "You know, I'm sensing a lot of sexual tension with you guys. I'm just going to turn around and you guys can take care of this." So he turns yeah. around and he starts humming, and Jeff Goldblum a, c- a couple seconds later is, "Harry, turn around." He's like, "Already?" He's, like, "I don't know. I'd see a doctor about that." <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then they end up kind of uh, crossing paths with Julian Sands and their guy, and uh, it comes, it gets dark at the end of it. Huh. Uh, when they actually get to the top of the mountain, they get to the top of the mountain, and like when Cindy Lauper puts her hands on it, you could tell there's like an evil going through yeah. her mm. and everything, and people that come near are like flying off through the air and everything, oh, wow. and you don't know if it, how it's going to turn out. It's really great. There's a great, also another great line by the uh, fabulous uh, Jeff Goldblum is when he's. Uh, the, the guy who captures him and is about to shoot him, and he's got the gun on him. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. Just like, he says, I'll tell you what, where don't you want to be shot? And Jeff Goldblum's like, South America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of his funniest lines. You don't have to kill then. us. Yeah. Another nurse will be along. That's yeah. another great thing. They end up showing up to uh, Michael uh, Lerner's house, the guy from uh, Barton Fink, who's mm. in the uh, hospital yeah. bed. He was, he was a former... Uh, kind of uh, partner to Peter Falk and they think he knows something and they go to the hospital and that's when they come across the Swedish guy who, who kills the nurse. I went, well, I was I watched the trailer to brush up on it because it's been 20 years since I've seen this movie and they just put all the funny pieces in oh, the yeah. trailer. Yeah, oh, if really? you watch that trailer. Yeah. If you watch the trailer, you'd be like, oh, no, oh, that's there, the there's other like, stuff in there because that whole movie straight through it to me is funny as hell. It's, yeah. a, it's one of my favorite 80s comedies. It could easily, uh, since we're talking about it now, I'll leave it off our 80s What comedies. was the, Lucy, what was the, she had a name yeah, for the Lucy. I think it was Lucille or something yeah. like that, but really, really funny. But also a really difficult movie to she's find. She's a crazy person. Oh, in real life, yeah, she's kind of out there now. She's uh, super out there. Yeah, yeah, she's really out there. At Cindy, Cindy Lauper. Lauper. Yeah, she's still <laughs> funny, but she's just like, uh, she's got that crazy. She's kind of touring door. now 
with uh, apparently she has really bad psoriasis. Rod she's, uh, she's doing commercials for psoriasis. Oh, really? Yeah, medication. Uh, but yeah, if you can find it, it's a fabulous movie. It's one of those movies that is available on DVD. It if holds you can up. Find it for like thirty bucks or something. But mainly, mainly if you look for it, you're gonna find it on VHS. So. It holds up. Well. It does it's hold up really super well. Funny. Huh. All right, let's jump to another one here, and I'm gonna jump over to uh, to Gina Davis. Actually, let's jump right to uh, that secondary uh, Gina Davis uh, Jeff Goldblum movie. It's another He's one. Got a plan. It's another one that uh, <laughs> Justin hasn't seen, but this is a, one that's super silly, super uh-huh. silly, but super fun, and that's Transylvania sixty five. <laughs> Isn't that Transylvania sixty five hundred? So, and this had less Gina Davis than uh, Jeff Goldblum in it, but the the premise was super simple. And you've got you've got Ed Begley Jr. Jeff Goldblum and Ed Begley Jr. You know Ed Begley Jr. Uh, he's from a lot of the Christopher Guest type he's stuff. A lot of the Christopher uh, Guest. Stuff. Like best in show, he was oh, the guy. Sure who, he I... was the one who ran the hotel, and you, you'd know him if you saw him. Yeah, uh, he was in Arrested Development for a while. It was he's been around early, early on in the eighties, and uh, they're sent out by remember who sends them on the they're like uh, reporters, aren't they? They're reporters, and, and they send them to go to like Transylvania, Transylvania to do uh-huh. a story to on do... Frankenstein. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't, and the guy who plays the guy who sends them there is, uh, I think Jeff Goldblum's like uncle or father, but it's uh, Mr. Roper. From Three's Company, really? So Mr. Oh, that's right. Norman he's got a mustache. Norman, Norman Fell. Fell. He had a mustache and everything. And uh, he's Jeff Goldblum was like, "This is crap. I haven't signed off for this." He's, "I love crap. I need crap. I love. It. I need crap now. Go get me some crap." <laughs> and uh, he just wants like a fluff piece. He says, "Go to Transylvania, interview the people. I don't care what the story is. I want yeah. pictures of Frankenstein uh, because someone had sent him a video of some guy's legs that looked like Frankenstein." He's like, "I told you, that's where he is. He's over there." <laughs> <laughs> so they get to uh, they get to Transylvania, and Jeffrey Jones is like the mayor of the town uh-huh. scumbag and, alert uh, <laughs> yeah yeah um, <laughs> but you also got Teresa Ganzel who's uh, from the toy you know you ass oh okay All right. <laughs> oh my favorite one in that movie is Michael uh, uh, Michael Richards Michael Richards it was one of the very oh, first really? Michael Richards stuff we saw him in it very Michael Richards we quoted comedy. that movie he, the he was, stuff he did yeah and, but this was and very was his, weird this his was his stand up because and basically that's what he did. I think they hired Michael Richards. Michael Richards just brought his comedy into it because he was very strange. When he got his head stuck in the picture frame. Oh yeah, yeah. He, like, he would just do weird <laughs> shit in weird voices. There was a. Scene he was riding where, the little hobby horse. Yeah. Or when he tripped on the uh, there's a banana peel. He, he he's like, hey, look, look. Or when he yeah. gets people to sm- remember, smell, smell, smell this, this, smell this, this. smell everything. <laughs> I used to say that to my friend John yeah. Christian. It's very weird his comedy in there, but he, huh. he throws the banana peel on the ground and he, he just hey, it's, it's a, a beautiful day, day today. today. <laughs> and he slips on it and falls, and he's just waiting for the laugh. And it's very weird. weird who were the day. who were who played the 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 maid and the butler? Oh well, the the maid was uh, what's her name from uh, License Carol Drive. Carol Kane. Kane. She was hilarious. Oh, she so the other guy was really funny too, but I don't know who he is. I used to quote her line when she was cleaning the windows. Uh, <laughs> over here, you missed a spot. Over here and over here. See, this will make no sense. Yeah, it's, 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 oh my it's God. such a random movie. But what's really going on, I guess, is. They uh, they've realized that this doctor played by Joseph uh, Bologna. I, I can't remember what else he was. He's in. like Doctor Jekyll uh, and Doctor Hyde, yeah, right? He, he has an of. evil. He has a laboratory, and if he crosses the threshold of the laboratory, he becomes an evil yeah. scientist. Huh. Like, when he, he leaves, hair and, and his, his hair, hair gets disheveled. <laughs> yeah. And then when he leaves, he straightens his hair, and he's completely fine. It's really. And it's a great scene at the end where they're pushing him over and under the. Lo- yeah, yeah. And it's, and a silly, it's a silly. It's a silly movie. That's all. Awesome. Gina uh, Davis plays the. Uh, Gina Davis plays the vampirus in this, who is like the most 
big revealing outfit prop up her, her boobs in. are like uh-huh. propped up on a shelf uh, and she's <laughs> obsessed with uh, Ed Begley Jr. Yeah. who keeps trying to have sex with him and uh, sneaks into his room at night but then you got the Wolfman character you realize that this uh, the Wolfman was uh, the Wolfman was uh, Ogre um, really yeah with all the you never know except for his voice right but, yeah uh, and then you have uh they had the Frankenstein character. They had the guy who played the pretzel type character in it and everything. And, and it was basically, uh, they realized at the end that these weren't really monsters. They were like uh, normal people. Like the, the guy who was the wolf man had a problem mm. where he, he was growing hair too yeah, much. Yeah, that's a real, it's a real disorder. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is called the Wolfman syndrome. Yeah. But it, it went all the way down to like uh, the monsters coming into uh, town and all the uh, townspeople <laughs> seeing them and then accepting them and everything like that. But it was it was such a fun, weird, random movie that probably made zero money. We were watching like the. Uh, it was on HBO a lot. I remember. It was on we HBO. That, that's how we saw it. I think. But we were watching old episodes. We have every once in a while we'll throw the. Uh, the game show network on because I'll have some old school games. Boy, you must really be bored. Well, my girl, <laughs> me and my girl love no game whammies, shows. no whammies, no whammies. Oh, dude, that's, that's one of my favorites. You, many people know about my girl. We watch Wheel of Fortune Jeopardy. You every are single a wheel night. watcher. Oh, every awesome. single night we watch. It. <laughs> uh, hey, was, I said you that was a Jack Burton question. I know you said that. So that was awesome. Funny. I still have it on my phone. It was. It. Yeah, it was crazy. What yeah. was the question? It, it was like, what is this movie? And it was Big Trouble in China. I'll show you. I have it on my phone. But uh, he was excited. There I was, was an super excited. Question on there. My like girl even knew ago. it. I, I looked at my girl and I held my hands out there. Same like, <laughs> trouble with China. Uh, but so we turned on the uh, the game show network the other day, and a lot of times they play the old ones, like the Dick Clark twenty five thousand dollars pyramid. Yeah. And they had Teresa Ganzel on it, and they were pit- and she's like, "What movie you got coming out?" And it was Transylvania six five thousand. Really? She, and he, she went on to explain to what it was to uh, Dick Clark and everything. And he says, <laughs> oh well, it definitely sounds interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Little did a- they know. Yeah, well, granted, this is the type of movie that probably only 30% of people that watch it are going to find it funny. Right. Uh, but you got to see Jeff... Uh, there's a great scene where Jeff Goldblum uh, is sitting at the table with... Uh, and I'll, I'll have to show you sometime. There's so many different scenes that you could let find something to like yeah, about yeah, yeah, this yeah. movie. It's it true. If you didn't like one character, they were going to move on. And Jeff right. Goldblum was very likable in it, and uh, he kind of played the uh, the skeptical one. But there's that great scene where he's sitting at the table while Michael Richards is doing that thing with Ed Begley Jr. of smell this, smell this, and he's putting the sugar in front of his nose and putting the salt. And if you just you, – your eye is automatically going to Michael Richards and uh, Ed Begley Jr. But if you look at Jeff Goldblum, I swear they used his natural reaction because he really starts laughing at what what's going on. <laughs> oh, like, really? He cannot believe that Michael Richards is doing it. Almost to the point where like are they going to cut? Is this, yeah. is this even in the yeah. script? Yeah, it's really, really funny nice. to see. That's awesome. So yeah, that was a really, really great one. All right, what do we got here? Here, why don't you choose one of the? Uh, which one you want to? Uh, are we switching talk up about? the rules now? Right, and we're going crazy see. on this one. Um, since I've seen it, let's go with. Gina. Uh, yeah. Oh, Gina, we're yeah, doing Gina? Gina. Oh, then let's go with uh, Quick Change. Hell's yeah! Yeah, <laughs> loved Quick Change. <laughs> Watched it yesterday. Did you really? I watch it regularly movie. though. It's awesome. <laughs> I, I told my girl. I said this I might be you have, one. You, you have, you've seen it? Oh yeah, yeah. I get excited Honk. when someone hasn't seen it, Honk. just so I can say, "Go watch this movie yeah. right now." Yeah. I told my girl. She was. It's weird. My girl probably has seen as many movies as both of you guys, just because she's in the room with me. No, I'm when sure, I'm doing yeah. it, I would say, but she doesn't see them. Yeah, <laughs> she, she hasn't retained any of them. I, I could play it tomorrow, <clears> and she would like, "What? You played that the other day?" Yeah. yeah she don't, unless yeah. I literally are like, "Look at this," but I. I paused the movie and I explained the uh, 
the bank heist. How freaking genius it was. Yeah. I was like, when so I. So go give it, give the premise of it. Because it, it is it, ingenious. It, it is genius. Almost to the point where you're like, the screenwriter is like, should I rob the bank or should I write the screenplay? All right, I'll, I'll write the screenplay. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and if I don't sell like that, that, I'll rob the bank. I'll rob the bank. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what happens is Bill Murray is dressed. Uh, head to toe with makeup and the outfit as a clown and he comes into the bank and little do we know that his accomplices are already in the bank uh, and it's Gina Davis and it's Randy Quaid Randy Quaid one of the funniest things he's oh ever my done gosh, oh yeah absolutely even more funny than the Christmas movies I think it's up there it's, yeah. it's right up there I yeah. think He's he's really really funny in it. I, when he's in the cab with uh, with Monk, with Hulk, losing when he Hulk. sees the joust, when he sees the joust, yeah. oh the my Mario gosh. joust, yeah. <laughs> just seeing something like just that mess the, you up. We'll talk about the Monk okay, scene okay. later on, but the opening scene really is like the first fifteen minutes of Quick Change is really so friggin' good. So he goes in to rob the Billmer goes in to rob the bank. His accomplices, Gina Davis and Rennie Quaid, are already in there. They're all dressed up. Gina Davis has a blonde wig on and uh, a kind of a revealing shirt, and uh, Randy Quaid's dressed like a lumberjack with a big ass bushy <laughs> beard on. And they all got roles to play, you know. Yeah. And the idea is that Bill Murray <coughs> is going to rob the bank, and uh, he's going to. Uh, be nice enough and the, the cop outside is Jason Robot. Yeah. It's an amazing role for he's him big. to jump into and play because he was so fucking funny in it. And uh, so what's going to happen is Bill Murray is going to release a couple of the hostages. So what he does is he releases Gina Davis. First, he releases Randy Quaid. Well, he lets the other people in the bank choose who yeah, yeah. he releases, so too. They, they well, that's great. right, because they're because, so annoying. And well, well I, he tells him, he says, I'm going to kill the troublemakers first. So when Randy Quaid starts bitching no, and complaining and crying and everything, and, and he's like, the, you are the type of people, person that gets get innocent people killed. <laughs> so they're like, who, who should I send out first? And like, him, him, him. Yeah. And then when he turns around, I just love his reaction when he turns around and sees Jeannie Davis because oh, she's got like a tank top when he does and her breast and he goes, goes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she calls him a pig. Yeah. Uh, so she's working her character as well. What you're not realizing is when right before he releases Randy Quaid, he tapes a whole shitload of money to Randy Quaid's body. Right. Then he goes out. And then You don't know that though. Yeah, not, at, at that, that point. point. You don't not even that know point. that they're in on it at this point. Nope. Very, very genius. Uh, really <laughs> the wonderfully bank, done. The, the guard at the bank. Oh, yeah. The Chris is, Elliott's uh, dad. Chris Elliott's dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's really funny, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's trying to shoot the camera. He's trying to shoot the camera. Oh, yeah. And he can't shoot the camera. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what happens is he says he's going to release two more hostages. So he releases yeah. Gina Davis and he releases himself. He takes off all the clown makeup, right. puts on another outfit, tapes the money to himself. They run out like they're hostages. And then uh, he's only periodically calling the police anyway. So his, his idea was they gets out of the bank, they slip out. Uh, which was the only kind of questionable thing if they, the cops were going to let them go once they came out. You know, right. he had to kind of pretend to be in the ambulance and then kind of slip yeah. away. So they all ended up doing that, and then he ends up calling from literally like five, six miles away, already out of the bank. Yeah, and they don't realize he's out of the bank, and he's he's asking for like crazy stuff, like a monster, monster shot, truck, yeah. an Apache helicopter, yeah. and shit like that. <laughs> and the, but the, you skipped over it. But the character that he plays when he came out of the bank, oh yeah, isn't really himself funny. either. He no, plays no, a different right, character. Yeah. He's like. He's an animal. He's, crazy. He's got hostages duct taped to desks. He's yeah. urinating everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then he said, 
but he said something to Jason Robards, and he's like, but you saw no midget, right? No, no, no. He was floating oh, yeah. there. He said, upper butt with a coconut. He, he says, but I, I, did, I didn't see any coconut. Yeah. <laughs> there was no coconut, <laughs> to my knowledge. Jason <laughs> <laughs> Robards yeah. like, oh, okay. Remember, no. Regina Davis sees a piece of, oh, a white, part of the white uh, the, uh, makeup on him, and then yeah. wipes it off. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you okay, mister? And yeah, then yeah. wipes it off. So the next shot we see is them, uh, he's on the phone. We're seeing Jason Robards' point of view, and you hear... Uh, you hear Bill Murray saying, I'm going to need a couple more minutes. Let me know when this thing arrives and everything. And then when he hangs up, you see uh, it cuts to Bill Murray, literally out of makeup, out of character, just looking like Bill Murray. Gina Davis doesn't have the blonde hair. She's got the red curly hair and Randy Quaid, and they've got the champagne and they're celebrating everything and everything's perfect. Like Mm -hmm. he could have waited forever uh, to call back in the bank because they would have just threatened hostages and done this and that. And then uh, something happens. What Randy Quaid does He calls him back and Randy Quaid like leans over something and leans. clips the horn. Yep. That's and the right. The horn goes off in the background. And Jason Robards is the shit. And there was man. an awkward pause on Bill Murray's end yep. and Jason Robards picked up on it. Yep. yep. He, he was like, he's like, I, people are like, it could be, it's like, like clown horn. Clowns have horns. He's like, I'm not, that's no fucking horn. That's yeah. a car like, horn. We could have yeah. called them all the day. <laughs> yep. They were, all, they, all they were trying to do is get to the airport. Yep. That's yeah. all they wanted to do. Yeah, yeah from that point on, for after that. All they wanted off, to do, and they just kept After it. that point, it was almost like the Outer Towners. Yep. Where all they everything went to, wrong. All they needed to do was get to the airport, and everything went wrong, to the point where they seen the guys jousting to their... Yeah. The guy <laughs> from the stand, that scene with the guy from the stand, when he pulls him over. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He asked him if he has a map. Yeah, and he comes. Oh, yeah. over. oh, sir, you forgot your map and our million dollars. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not realizing they had strapped to yeah. him. Yeah, four dollars. I haven't had a chance to get to the bank today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was just a whole bunch of. From that point on, it was just a whole it's bunch. Overlooked of, Bill uh, Murray. Mis- Bill, it's great. It's a whole bunch of misadventures, you know. Because remember the Phil Hartman scene yep. where they go back oh, to yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the apartment to change yeah, clothes, yeah, yeah, and yeah, Phil yeah, Hartman's yeah. there and Shows pulls up. a gun on him. Yep. Oh wow. I didn't uh, remember and that. then the scene, the great scene with Tony Shalhoub, man. Bluffoonie, Bluffoonie, he Bluffoonie. They finally get a. Uh, they finally get a cab. Remember that they're. Uh, I love. When, yeah. I love when Randy His, Quaid screams. Oh, yeah. I'll give you ten thousand dollars for a cab, and then Gina Davis says, "And a blowjob." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they finally get her best stuff for me in this movie was in the cab with Tony Shalhoub, yeah. where she almost loses it. Yeah. And she's like, "The goddamn airport!" Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> Tony Shalhoub picks him up, and he's Italian and can't speak any English, so right. they're trying to just tell him. They're showing him pictures of an airplane. He's still not getting it. Well, he says he is. He's giving him a thumbs up. <laughs> right. They're going nowhere near yeah. the airport <laughs> because he keeps asking, "Where are Hatu?" Which is where mm. to in Italian. So he keeps asking, "Where are Hatu? Where are Hatu?" And then Randy Quaid's like. You don't understand. He says, Remember, he runs the red light. And he's like, you don't know red from green. Yeah. You don't know There's a real cab, and he just yeah. like, jumps out yeah. of the cab. <laughs> but then that scene, remember, it goes into the scene with, uh, what's his name, uh, from uh, Road to Perdition, uh, playing the gangster. Oh, Red Foreman? No, no, no. Well, he's in it, too. He's at the end. But no, the other guy... Uh, the guy that was... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. It's, um, Stanley Tucci. Stanley Tucci. Yeah, Stanley Tucci. Random, early, early role in, his, uh, in Stanley Tucci's life. So uh, he ends up... They end up just walking into a random building to get away That's from right. uh, the cops. And they run into the mob. Yeah. And he ends up robbing the mob just yeah. accidentally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now he's got the mob after him. And I love the stuff with the, uh, the guy in the bus. Uh, when he wants exact change. Oh, yeah, exact change. This was oh, the tent yeah. scene in the movie. Remember, yeah. he's got to run over this uh, and wait in line at, the, he's uh, like, at the Korean like, uh, uh, like grocery store yeah. just to get change. And yeah. he's like, you got to buy something. And, and then they break, the, when she's breaking the change roll, it goes everywhere. Goes everywhere. Yeah. He's helping her, and he, yeah. or he's helping him bag up the stuff. Yeah. I can do it. Oh, I can thank do you, it. thank you. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then he ends up uh, getting on the bus, and the guy's like a tyrant. 
Ah, behind the white line. Yeah, that guy's. A, <laughs> he's, he's he's a lot really of great stuff too. too yeah. yeah, he's in a lot of. Uh, he plays behind like a cop the and white stuff. Line. And yeah, that's he keeps screaming at him and uh, has one of my great uh, lines that I used to uh, quote all the time. Where uh, Gina Davis is like on the bus and has uh, Randy Quaid like. Uh, hugging her on her chest and uh, uh, Randy Quaid's really, lost it at this point he had like a nervous yeah. breakdown <laughs> so she's just like holding him and hugging him and Bill Murray walks to the back of the bus and sees him and she's like what do you think and he looks down and sees her like hugging like Randy Quaid and says I think you should, we should put him on formula yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh well isn't isn't Gina Davis pregnant yeah that's right. he doesn't yeah. know that though. he doesn't right. know yeah, until the end he doesn't know that yeah uh, and like Red Foreman's scene at the end. It's just a it's fun right. movie, Red Foreman takes the blame. Yeah. It goes Vinny, all the way to the end. fucking wine. Yeah, right. <laughs> no one does that to Mrs. Ross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really, really fun movie, man. Yeah. And Gina Davis was uh, phenomenal in it. She was great. And that was 1990. I saw it in the movie theater. Did you see it in the I movie theater? I saw it in the movie theater, yeah. yeah. Probably, I think I did. We might, I, no, I, you were up north. I, I was, was down north. south. That's right. It's uh, still in Port Shot uh, in 1990. So, yeah, that was a great one. All right. Let's jump back to some Goldblum here. Let's just for a moment. It's not on my list, but I want to mention it because it was one of the most. Uh, and the reason it's not on my list really is because I haven't seen it in so long, and I'm not as confident uh, uh, talking about it. And it's so hard to find, super hard. But you you've seen it before. Is that Mr. Frost? Yes. Uh, this was a weird, random movie. If anyone's out there and they have some skills to be able to go on the dark net and find it, maybe you can find it or just find you say a dark net. bootlegged. Yeah. <laughs> you heard of that, right? Yeah. <laughs> they sell heroin thing. and stuff. That yeah. 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 That's a Get your copy of you can Frost. Find it. I bet you it's there. <laughs> uh, and it's, uh, they sent me Jack Frost. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that movie's good too, man. <laughs> My name's on a fucking CIA list. Because <laughs> <laughs> I said Mr. Frost, goddammit. Yeah. <laughs> so Mr. Frost was a weird movie where Jeff Goldblum played the devil but he was also played a serial oh, wow. killer he played a serial killer who was the devil and the, the the main scene that I remember so well was when the cops showed up at his house and they were investigating some weird random thing and uh, and Jeff Goldblum just admits to it he's like uh, he's like this guy went missing uh, they're asking him questions about a missing guy and he's like he's like yeah I killed him he's in the backyard uh, I got him what? buried in the backyard, what like the casually fuck? as hell. Yeah, and they were like, they were like, wait, you haven't buried in the backyard? And he's, uh, he's like, yeah. Do you want to, you want me to tell you about the other twenty three people buried back there? Oh and fuck! They, they literally are like, holy fuck! <laughs> and they big up twenty three bodies from the back of Jeff Goldblum's fucking house. That's but nuts. then you realize he is the devil. I mean, and he is like evil, evil. It's a very dark, weird wow. movie, man. So if you can find it, that, that's yeah. about all I can remember from it, though. I remember really liking it and having it on VHS for the longest time. So that's crazy. Really good one. But one movie that I know we can talk about here, and uh, let's talk a little Hideaway. Me and Dave just recently saw this. I saw it back in the day when it came out because I was a Dean Koontz fan. Ever... I, I don't know if I'm familiar. Once you once you talk about it, yeah, I might. Yeah, it was a pretty big movie in the 90s. What was it? Alicia uh, Silverstone. 95. Alicia Silverstone, Christine Lottie. Uh, and mm. you're a Christine Lottie fan. You had mentioned I, you had... She was really good on SVU. Yeah. For some reason, she was one of the characters. She was a recurring DA, and she just Yeah, killed, she can play it. that type of character really well. Mm. And I saw her, and I liked her in The Doctor with uh, Jeff Dan... Uh, Brid- uh, there's another mm. Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> What's the one from uh, the one that was connected with Marley Matlin in a bad way? Uh, Marley Matlin. <laughs> oh, I have yeah. no idea. Uh, from yeah. uh, History of Violence. I don't remember. Damn, I can't remember his name. Damn, you'll come to me. Anyways, so Hideaway is a Dean Koontz book, which is like a poor man's uh, Stephen King. 
you know, he was really big in the eighties. Had a Did lot you of read a bunch of Oh yeah, books? well I read Hideaway and I read The Watcher, which The Watcher was amazing. Oh, Watchers, sorry. And that's the one that this is another random movie that's super hard to find. Like I cannot. This was probably the hardest movie for me to find. I don't own it, and that's the one with Watchers with Corey Haim and yeah, Michael yeah. Ironside, and there's a golden retriever that Corey Haim is connected to that escapes from this uh, secret laboratory, and he has some sounds like plague dogs. Uh, no, <laughs> Ours escaping from Nothing laboratories sounds like plague dogs. <laughs> uh, but Hideaway was was arguably do, Dean Koontz's best book, and it was a very clever movie. And we watched it, and uh, it's funny we were watching it. We were like, "Man, is there some elements that really remind you of Lawnmower Man in this movie?" And I looked up on IMDb, it's the same director as Lawnmower Man. Oh, I was no like, shit. "That's weird, man." Lawnmower Man gets a lot of coverage in this I, show. Doesn't we mention Lawnmower Man a bunch? We we mentioned it in just from random passing a lot yeah, for absolutely. some reason. Huh. Oh, I like going on the man. Yeah, I love absolutely. Jeff Fahey, though, man. Jeff Fahey's Jeff great. Jeff yeah. man. I mentioned him the other day in Body Parts, another hard movie to find that yep. no one knows about. Have you seen Body one, Parts? Is that the one where looked. he gets a new arm, but he gets a serial killer's arm? Yes. And the arm starts yes. killing people, and yes. someone else gets his legs, and then uh, uh, Brad Dorf gets his other arm. It, and he, somebody and he, gets his eyes, don't they? Uh, I don't know if anyone got his eyes, or maybe that's remember. the ending they're trying to... Well, because remember, at some point, he's still alive, and he's collecting his body parts back. Oh, that's so crazy. Yeah, it's a great movie. Uh but anyways, Hideaway, the main premise of Hideaway is Jeff Goldblum, Lisa Silverstone, and Christine Lottie are driving in a uh, vehicle, and they, are they avoiding a deer? Was nope. it a deer? Uh, or they were coming the head on, or was a, uh, well, someone was driving head on towards him or something. It was the it was the guy that fell asleep behind the wheel. That's the right. It was wheeler. one of those. It's one of the horror moments that you but hope they did does hit not a deer. happen to you. They did happened. hit a deer at one point. Did they? I can't remember. We just saw it two days ago. <laughs> That'll tell you what's else going on. <laughs> anyway, so they get in an accident, and uh, Jeff Goldblum comes back with a special ability, and he has the ability to see uh, through the eyes of a serial killer. And we've I, I'm kind of jumping ahead because at the beginning we see the serial killer, and it's an evil kid, man. And it's Jeremy Sisto. A lot of people know Jeremy Sisto from Six Feet Under, and he was in that Suburgatory show, and it, it, he might be an actor that... He looked really young in the movie, he, but uh, when he's when he got older, he's very recognizable. I know you've seen him in different stuff. Jeremy Sisto, a really good actor. Huh. He played the teenage kid at the beginning of the movie. Killed his, <laughs> yeah, in like a he killed his whole family, his sister, his mother, in like this ceremonial satanic worshippers way, oh, fuck. and then pulls out this crazy knife. And One of those knives that have that split, split in the middle. Blades. Yeah, it has double yeah. blades. Yeah. So he puts it on the ground and he just lays himself on it. And the he kills fuck? himself. He, and like, saying, "This is for you, Satan." And he gives his soul to Satan. Wow! And then they show him. And in, then like, they do the lawnmower. They man do the style, lawnmower man type like, special effects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show yeah, yeah. him going to hell, uh-huh. but then being dragged back at the uh, at a certain point. But then you go away from him. You don't realize that he kind of actually survived that. That he was brought back. Uh, for and that's kind of what uh, this is all about. It's about because Jeff uh, Goldberg, uh, Goldberg, when he dies. Goldberg. Uh, Goldblum, sorry. <laughs> that means nothing. I know. <laughs> that doesn't count. But that's a pass. Well, he falls in the river. Yeah. And he That's dra- right. Christine Lottie saves his ass. Yeah. <laughs> she swims to shore after pulling him out of the car that was sinking. Oh, shit. Swims with him in the, the river. for a while. And he was dead for an hour and no, 90 minutes. It's it like 90 a- minutes he was dead for. Oh, wow. But uh, Alfred Molina, who plays the surgeon uh, in this movie, has like this special drug and this special procedure, and he's, he's going to bring him back to life. And uh, but they throw in this good dig by one of the nurses when he's doing it. He's like, "You sure you want to try this? You know what happened last time?" Oh <laughs> shit! That, that's all she says. So they don't elaborate on that yeah. at all. 
And uh, <laughs> he's like, is this some pet cemetery? Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real. So, so they bring him back, and then he starts Sometimes having dead, he better. starts having visions of him killing people, and then. He like the first one was him slashing this girl's throat. Yeah, and, and then, then he sees the girl. Then he sees the news, and this this girl's missing. And oh, Jeff Goldblum's like, I, she's she's dead. She's not. He's missing. already freaked yeah. out a few times and, and hurt himself. himself. So, Christine Lottie thinks he's crazy. Yeah, right. Lost his mind. Yeah, and then it gets the visions get stronger and stronger. He also realizes that if he intentionally cuts himself, he'll he'll immediately have a vision, and, and the, it, it, it'll oh, last longer. But then he kind of then he heals. It, it, it has very, a supernatural. It's a lot of interesting supernatural elements to this movie, but it ultimately goes down to him. What he's seeing is he's seeing POV style through the serial killer kid's eyes. Yeah, yeah. And he eventually before sees before it happens. Before no. it happens, and so he can he can try to uh, uh, or while it's happening it's, or while, uh, but before too because yeah. he saw his daughter. He sees his daughter who sneaks out of the house to go to a club, and his daughter meets this oh, kid. So he's like, "Oh my god, now I have to save my daughter," and it yeah. gets down to this. But what's great about it, and you realize halfway through the movie is the serial killer seeing Jeff Goldblum's eyes. Oh, shit. <laughs> so he knows the daughter's name. Chris he Cross. knows where she lives. <laughs> yeah, it's very, very interesting. That's awesome, right? It's a very dude. good concept yeah, no, that to it sounds everything. fucking intense. So they literally so- are both relying on each other to find different elements That's of the so story. crazy, uh, yeah. Until it brings them all the way down to this like, abandoned place. Uh, it's almost like an abandoned like amusement park yeah, or something like that. Yeah, amusement park. Where this kid he's is building, building like a, a sculpture to Satan. A, a statue of, of dead all bodies, the bodies of bodies. people that he's killing yeah. and everything. And like he's making metal this. statue with And she's going to be... She is going to be the virgin sacrifice to her. It's all going to come down to it. There's a lot of twists and turns. Oh, so a, she's, a, she's his daughter, Alicia Silverstone. Yeah, daughter. Jeff, okay. Jeff Goldblum. And like we talk, said earlier, he does. He's the great for freaking out or by like himself, work, like working something to work. out. He's like running yeah. around. He's very talking unique to himself, in that style. Like, yeah. I, I don't know that there's another actor that that can do that. You know, because he like he mumbled discusses. Yeah, yeah. You know, like well, I that's just, what it was. There was a whole, there was whole scenes where Christine Lottie is just staring at him, like randomly walking around, being like, oh, "I'm seeing this now. I'm seeing this. Maybe that's what that means." And, right? Yeah. And like most people would do, or just do internally. Yeah. Everyone accepts the fact that Jeff Goldblum can do it externally. Yeah. Because he can do it well, and it yeah. doesn't seem like a gimmick or it. it no, I as enjoy a, watching as a screenwriter. Him do it. You're like, oh my god, they're using Jeff Goldblum to get the exposition out of what's happening and what's right. going on. But usually, that's not done. But uh, usually, it's done poorly. If it is done, yeah, yeah, but he does it amazingly, and that's one reason he rocks. So he's very neurotic. Hideaway, man. Yeah, I'm gonna check that one out. Yeah, that it's one really good. Fantastic. Uh, it's a little dated, you know. It's, the, it's a little special effects I, don't that, hold that up. That stuff doesn't really bother yeah. me. If it's got a good storyline, especially like that, when you take into consideration, even the film quality is kind of crazy. It was like it was, it wasn't polished. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But it was an, it, it was, was a good cr- story. I, and it I, was and one it, of those crappy DVD copies too that I'm yeah, like, I even. But also, I like. Jeff Goldblum, yeah, he's sort of you know like Christopher Walken. You, you use him when you need him, and right. he's always scenes are always good. good. Well, someone else who is uh, who who's great in everything he does, and uh, came in to be the sidekick of Gina Davis, is oh, yeah. the good the great Samuel Jackson for the 1996 The Long Kiss Goodnight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. One of the best Rennie Harlan movies too. Rennie Harlan got a bad uh rap for a while there because he had done that uh that Cutthroat Island was so bad. We're not going to talk about that. Gina was in that too. We're not going to talk about that one. <laughs> and we're actually not going to talk about League of Their Own either, which we really should, but we've talked about before, so that's the reason I, I kind of left it off there. So yeah. anyone listening to us would be like, "Those motherfuckers didn't put League yeah. of Their Own on there." We love League of Their Own. Yeah. Uh, and she was There's another one I don't it. think you put on there. Oh yeah, there's a Hero. bunch. Uh, Hero was a great one. I've been I liked that. I've Do you remember Hero? Oh, I love 
love it. Really? I, 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 was, I really I, liked it. Anthony Gar- Andy Garcia? Oh, yeah. I've, yeah. Like, I've, there were certain pods like four or five oh, weeks we'll ago to, that I was we'll trying to work, work that, that in onto. On one, yeah, I love uh, that movie. A future one. Because I knew John Maybe Beaver we'll would do... save him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe someday we'll do a Gene Davis pod. Hey, yeah, yeah that'd be a good idea. Wait, what? So the long kiss goodnight. This was, yeah, she was married or dating Rennie Harlan at this time? Dating. I think they... No, I think they were married at this point because they were almost producing it together because they did a series of movies together. Uh, Rennie Harlan had already done, uh, and like I said, Rennie Harlan gets some bad rap, but he's done some good movies. Uh, Die Hard 2, Cliffhanger, uh, Long Kiss Goodnight. Those three movies right there are are good enough for my book to have a... a uh, some you got three good movies directing in your resume, chops, and I'll yeah. forgive Absolutely. Yeah, right. everything else. And uh, this was a great movie, man. And, yeah. and weird enough, this was post-Pulp Fiction. But it was you could tell that it, yeah, was, it was so close that they probably filmed it at the same time. But this was this was Samuel L. Jackson's like main period where he was just coming out as I am that next level actor yep. who yeah. just can spout these great lines out. Write me great dialogue because I will deliver them like yeah. how he did with Jules in uh, Pulp Fiction. Yeah. And he's got a lot of great lines in this movie, man. Where he's yeah. like, yes, I'm this Daisy. I'd be driving. When he's, yeah. <laughs> this movie was very born identity. Very born identity. Yeah, yeah no, tell us good. a little bit. Uh, why don't you tell us? So she is like, what was he, a substitute teacher? or Who is her, Gina da- Davis. her husband? Or? No, Gina Davis. When the movie starts. Well, because, yeah, she... She's baking cookies. And yeah, yeah. She's, she's just the perfect mom. Yeah, right. she's just a mom to the kid, and she has a, a boyfriend, and... They, it's a Christmas movie, too. We didn't realize it's that when we were watching yeah, it, too. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. It opens at a Christmas party, uh, and uh, they're just... You could tell they got, like, the perfect life. This is where he hit the deer. She hit the deer. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know it was, I know it was uh, That's true. This is where she hits the deer. She's driving with that one guy. Yeah, she tries to cop a feel. Yeah. Like one of those stop it, short. Yeah, he was like one of the drunk patrons from the party that she's yeah. driving home or Ugh. something. He tries to cop a feel and just at the wrong time too. So she turns to look at him and yell at him and then there's a deer. Yeah, when she turns street. back, there's a deer yeah. and... It's a pretty horrific accident because yeah, she goes, she goes down. flying through the windshield. Yeah. Oh, that's she hits a tree and it ejects oh, the hell out down of the hill. The car bursts in flames. The other guy dies. I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, but it's almost the reverse amnesia that happens. Yeah. Because she yeah. she gets out of it and she it's remembers the reverse she remembers it's, her husband and, and the kid and everything. But now she's gradually having memories of stuff that. She snaps the deer's life. neck. That's the first oh, thing. Oh yeah, yeah. the deer right. was only half dead. Yeah, yeah. And she grabs it and just <laughs> does it in the in the like special forces style. So yeah. you're like, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah how would she know how to do that? You could tell because like when she's at home and she starts, she's cutting vegetables that night. Remember? Oh, yeah, yeah. And she starts cutting them so fast. That's right. And she's like, I used to be I was a chef. chef. She's yeah. like, I used to be a chef because she was. Remember at the very beginning of the movie, she does have moments of. Uh, uh, Re- retrograde uh, amnesia, where yeah, yeah. It starts coming back a little so, bit at a time. E- even before the accident, her her boyfriend and the kid uh, knew that she has these weird spells where she can't quite remember things. Right. So she's happy. She thinks, "Oh man, since the accident, now I'm having memories of maybe who I was." And she thinks, "Maybe I was a chef." Right. But she starts <laughs> chopping stuff, and remember, she's like, "Throw me some food," and she's chopping everything, and then she ends up throwing, throwing it across the, the night. Road. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it ruins the party. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's yeah. so excited. Yeah. Give yeah. me a pepper. Give yeah. me a pepper. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, give me an eggplant. Yeah, <laughs> boom, straight boom, like and bullseye. Everybody's like, all right, yeah, time for bed. And then uh, she ends up hiring uh, Samuel Jackson, who's a private detective, yep. to help her find uh, who she was. Yeah, and she ends up going. It was basically becomes a road movie at that point, and uh, Brian Cox kind of comes into the movie, and Brian Cox knows uh, who's also in Born Identity. Uh, huh. <laughs> uh, 
he comes into the picture and he knows a whole bunch of shit. And it had one of the best kind of uh, things that Dave figured out. I I completely forgot about it when me and Dave were watching it uh, recently. That uh, Brian Cox picks him up and he knows all this information about her. He says, you used to be an agent. Your name is Charlie and everything. And she's like, it's crazy. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you find out she's a super agent and... Uh, all of a sudden, Samuel Jackson thinks he's the shit, but it turns out Gina Davis is the shit. Right. You know, and remember, she <laughs> she dyes her hair blonde and yep. slicks it back, and she's like a different person than she, she looked is. At awesome she looked really cool. She's yeah. a badass. Like a dominatrix hit woman. She must have <laughs> went through some training, great. man, because the the best scene for the movie, and it's the scene I was just about to mention, that uh, Dave figured it out right before it happened, and I, it didn't even occur to me. Because Brian Cox had mentioned... Uh, they asked him if he was armed. He's like, "Yes, I have this gun, and I have this gun, and I have a, I have a gun right by my dick." Because uh-huh. uh, they don't frisk you. Men are afraid to frisk other men there. Yeah. Oh, okay. I so got they you. end up kidnapping Gina Davis, and they uh, they kind of crucify her. In That's a, way a crazy scene. To a, and I should talk about the Duran Duran scene after this. Uh, the Duran Duran real life moment. Oh, yeah, where yeah, Simon yeah. Le Bon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what happens is they they. They tie Gina Davis to like a windmill, water it? wheel, uh, water wheel. You uh-huh. know, it's the, turning a windmill. It's right. turning and it's, yeah. and, it's, it's, and it's going underwater and everything. Yeah, and they're torturing her. So they bring her underwater and they keep and her underwater. They hold her there. And then they and bring it's her like up. ice cold. But when she's yeah. underwater, she sees Brian Cox's dead body, just like underwater, uh, yeah. drowned. You realize she's killed him. And uh, Dave realizes, she, and Dave's like, the dick gun. And I was like, holy shit. Like, she's, she's under the dick gun. She's going to go for the dick gun. That's, and that's awesome. exactly what she does. Because you're like, how is she going to get out of this yeah. predicament? She's very bonded. Yeah. She, like, breaks one of her binds and reaches into Brian Cox's pants and just grabs the gun and comes up, like, yeah. firing and everything. That's like right. I remember that. It was in, like, slow-mo, too, when she yeah. came up. But there's a there's a great real-life moment uh, when Simon Le bon, who's the lead singer of Duran Duran, they were filming one of their music videos from the 80s. I'm not sure what it was. It wasn't Hungry like a wolf it was Rio. it was one of their fame it might have been Rio or something and in the music what video band. what a great band and in the music video it was the same band. thing he was going underwater like that but he was singing when he's out of the water and then they bring him under and everything yeah. something happened on the day on the set and it got stuck underwater while Silent Bond was, oh, was trapped no in there. Shit. he was almost killed uh, he was under the water they could not get his binds clear wow and, and seconds are adding up and everything and he can't breathe so people are putting straws together and giving him a straw so they finally get him a straw in his mouth so he is breathing through a straw while people are trying to get him uh, uh Jesus, off of that thing man. and he literally almost died lawsuits and firing oh yeah. my god Commenced, i, remember, I heard sure. he's the one i heard talk about it too oh he's man like he's like it was horrible man so it's, like it's a great interview out there. Keep this, this a fucking is snorkel on over. hand that's crazy. But uh, you gotta, I mean, nowadays you have to have like a diver in there with a Yeah, shit. yeah, absolutely. The uh, have you been reading about uh, Tom Cruise is coming all about the stunts that he did for that new Mission Impossible man, oh. and how the hell they even uh, work him? How the hell they even like? Uh, how uh, can insure him? Insure him? Yeah, you know? yeah absolutely. I mean, he's probably got a waves big in pole, his insurance. So. They probably signs an agreement saying I I will not sue this production if I get killed. Yeah, and. The good thing about uh, Long Kiss Goodnight and about Rennie Harlan in general is that at some point you know it's going to go full action. And that's kind of what happens in this movie. The ending to this movie is super exciting. Do you remember Remember with the uh, oh, with, with the helicopters? The helicopter the and in the snow, wasn't it? And, in the uh, snow? The, like the, she told the girl to hide. So she goes and hides right. in the truck that had like the nuclear bomb on it or something. <laughs> yeah. Like. <laughs> Oh man, it was crazy, and it, it was almost <laughs> reminiscent to the end of uh, <clears throat> uh, Die Hard Two, the other Rennie Harlan movie. Remember, it had the helicopter, and the uh, 
they it was by the uh, it was in Canada. Yeah, and it was by the, the uh, by the border. But it was the electrical lines. Remember? Oh it was yeah, the electrical yeah. Lines, and then it took the sign down. It was very. You could almost tell by a, a lot of the action sequences in uh, Long Kiss Goodnight that it was the same this, director as Die Hard Two. This is how he got the job. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I love Die Hard too. Also. Die Hard too. Oh yeah. That's uh, Eric's wife, Jana. That's her. Except for the last. That's her one. favorite. Uh, What's the one? With, yeah, I didn't like the last one. With his son with or his whatever. Older son. Yeah. Like I liked the one with Justin Long. I like. Yeah, the, that was good. I yeah. liked the one with, with Kevin Sam Smith. Jackson. Oh yeah. When they, to, when they had to go around the city. Yeah. That one was yeah. really that's good. Jeremy Irons is the bad guy. Yeah. That one was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That was even better than the original for me. But the one with Justin Long was really was good. good. Yeah, with Timothy Allfat. You know what? I did not want to like that one, mm-hmm. and then I, and then it was good. That Timothy no. Allfat one and the Asian woman that he threw down oh, yeah, the yeah. elevator shaft. Yeah, yeah. Well, really uh, funny. Yeah, or Kevin was... Smith. You brought him my layer, man. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> fet fire sale. Oh, you know what the fet? You know the fet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny stuff. So yeah, Ronnie Harlan. I don't know what the hell he's doing now. Uh, I don't think he's with Gina Davis anymore. So, and Gina Davis is doing a lot of TV and stuff like that too, man. Oh, I bet really? she'll have a re- she's a professional archer. Really, really? Yeah. Huh? Interesting. I didn't know that. Well, she yeah. needs to come up with some archery movies, man. What the hell? Should have had her in Hunger Games. Dude. I know. What the hell? <laughs> right? And she would have worked in as uh, really well in the Hunger Games too, as like one of the uh, the older kind of. Uh, people that kind of mentor school or mentor them yeah that would be awesome all right so let's go into real briefly because this is a movie where uh jeff goldblum just jumps into the uh movie for a random short period of time and dave's seen clips from it i know me and justin have actually seen this movie and it's 19 uh it's 2017's thor ragnarok oh yeah and 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 no one who's seen if there's anyone out there who hasn't seen thor ragnarok is very different than any other Marvel movie. Yeah, yeah. It's almost a straight-up 80s comedy. And uh, Jeff Goldblum comes in there as the Grandmaster, and it was hilarious watching. I was playing Dave some clips from this, and Dave's like, he, Dave's like, this is funny. Is, are these the outtakes? I was yeah. Like, no. I was yeah. like, no, this is from the movie, dude. Yeah. He's like, yeah, but this is really this, weird. This makes no sense. Yeah. <laughs> this is very weird yeah. and random and kind of just like stream of consciousness that you get to see, like... Were these lines written for Jeff Goldblum, or did Jeff Goldblum just come on the uh, the and scene just and make just them. make it up? Yeah, <clears throat> like they had that great scene where he uh, doing the hand signals was funny. Oh, the hand signals, yeah. yeah. And then he <laughs> this <laughs> somebody is a universal sign for go away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is not. He just <laughs> everything that's Jeff Goldblum all came together into this role. Did, were yeah. you a fan of Thor Ragnarok? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I loved. Him. I liked when. Uh, he was talking to the girl who was Asgardian, yeah. and he's like, what do I say whenever I talk about Scrapper 141? Yeah. And, and what does the lady next to him say? She's like, that you should kill her? And he's like, no, no. Not at all. I never say that at all. <laughs> I say I say she's the best. She's the best. Like, she know? was so good, that like, sidekick of his. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And to him. Hated everybody. But like, remember, he, he brought his cousin in who is like, and put him next to Thor, and he yeah. was going to torture him and everything. He says, I really you I, I and then he, you. <laughs> he puts that he pardons him but he yeah. puts that like beam next to With onto the stick his chest of death, yeah and it just dissolves his chest and jeff goldblum's like it gets that icky feeling yeah. and everything and he just yeah. oh, man he ruled that well movie, and then man. they do it again and like the person just does it and he's like no what are you doing he's like yeah, you know yeah, he's yeah. like you don't just do that to somebody like <laughs> 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 yeah. it was really funny because yeah, uh, yeah anyone hasn't seen it it's just uh Thor gets thrown into this weird, almost reminded me of, of like Cloud City, you know, and and like he played the Lando character. Yeah, does it ever leave that element? I've never seen this movie. Does it ever leave that universe? 
not really. The whole movie, I think, takes place on this like planet, and it's like a like you said, it's like Gladiator. Well, the um, Kate Blanchett is his sister, yeah, and yeah. she comes and she's trying to take over Asgard. Yeah. And he comes to whatever that lost planet was. That's where the, all the fighting is done, right? Oh, because yeah, remember, yeah. they're they're on Earth. And they try and go to Asgard, and yep. she's in the tunnel with them, and yeah. she knocks him and Loki out. And Loki's there, too. Yep. And um, the Hulk. We don't realize Hulk, he's yeah. there. Yeah. So it's like this almost planet that's completely centered around... Jeff Goldblum's like the prime minister of the entire planet. He was like the first lost person on yeah. that planet. And he's and kind he, of became the guy. Yeah. And he's... To entertain people, he's started the gladiator-type stuff where yeah. p- p- people that randomly show up on the uh, planet... If you're strong and you're uh, able, then they will immediately kidnap yeah, you and make you a, uh, a gladiator. Yeah, you're either uh, a fighter or food. Yeah, one or the other. And I love the other. This, you get to see all the other gladiators. Everything. The, the really big guy with the really soft yeah, voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's great. Yeah. Uh, oh, he's dead. Yeah. Oh well. <laughs> and he, it's like a British accent. Hey, mate, how you doing? Yeah. And he's like this big, crazy yeah. guy that you would never expect to have that voice. Yeah. <laughs> really funny. He's good. Uh, but it came down to this like great moment where. Uh, where they put finally put Thor into the ring, you know, to be the gladiator and everything. Well, you're going to fight our number one guy, and they've yeah. kind of kept it secret what's going on here. I mean, if you watched the trailer, it completely ruined it. Yeah. Uh, but if you just went into it uh, blind, you might not have realized it. So you, you've got Jeff Goldblum, like like how Joaquin Phoenix would have been in Gladiator, sitting right. up there watching everything in his comfy seat. Uh, and then uh, suddenly... Uh, the Hulk appears, uh, and I love uh, Thor's reaction. Oh, we work together! Yeah, he's like, yes, <laughs> I know yes. he's very he's thrilled a friend to see him. from work. <laughs> <laughs> and then they are fighting each other and everything. Yeah. This was the first time you got to. Too. It was a great fight yeah. scene, and this was the first time that uh, uh, he wasn't changing back. He was trying to get him to change back to Banner, but he couldn't do it. Right. And uh, this was the first time, and they did this in the comics too. This was the first time we got to see a Hulk really talk. Yeah, as the Hulk, we heard, we heard him like say puny human, puny god, a, a puny yeah. god at one yeah. point. But uh, and that happened in the comics too. In the ho- comics, he was just like for a while there, grunt, yeah. Hulk, Hulk mad, Hulk angry. Right. But then at some point, he becomes the smart Hulk, where it's just him. Uh, the Banner uh, mind kind of works Mills. well with uh, blends perfectly with the Hulk character, where he can actually speak. Still not as as well as Banner would. Yeah. Uh, and at the very end, he does turn back to Banner and he has no fucking clue where he is, what's happened. He has no memory of it. It's a really great movie. I can't wait for him to turn into... What is, what is the one that... Is it like Super Hulk after the Incredible Hulk? Uh, they've gone on to so many different things. You're not talking about the Red Hulk, are you? Because the Red Hulk is someone different. That's the guy that I can't remember his name from History of Violence. Well, no, it's like <laughs> the next level. There's like the Incredible Hulk and then whatever's more incredible than Incredible Hulk. Cause yeah, that's just a offshoot series stupendous. that Marvel put out. Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> yeah. like, they did They did do a, a couple offshoots of the different Hulks over the years. I think that's everything. what's going to happen. And in... then there's a Red Hulk, but the Red Hulk is what the guy... Uh, um, the guy from History of Violence. Pull up History of Violence, please. <laughs> yeah, I don't know Get his that name. guy out of his head. Uh, I pulled it up, but it, I couldn't <laughs> find a Jeff on there. No, it made, it's probably not Jeff. Just show him the cast. He'll know who it is. Uh, who we got here? <laughs> William Hurt. All right. Uh, See? Because William Hurt became, becomes, he plays General Ross, remember, in, uh, in the other Marvel movies? Remember uh, the movies where he plays a general? He becomes the Red Hulk eventually in the uh-huh. comics. Okay. So not sure they're going to have William Hurt become Red Hulk. He's a little old for that, but uh, they might eventually do that. So, But this was a great movie. This was one of those ones that if, uh, 
I can see diehard Marvel fans either loving or hating it mm-hmm. because it's it's weird, man. It's the first funny. time I saw it, I was like, eh. and then I watched it again. I was like, okay, no, I really I like loved this. it from the yeah. get go because it reminded me of the '80s. It really had a great '80s feel to it. Oh yeah, the, it had the, the colors. And the colors were insane. The soundtrack was crazy. They used a lot of like the uh, costumes, like Led Zeppelin. Oh, they yeah, used it in it. The Zeppelin. costumes that some people wear were really like. like Bold, 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 neon type colors. Like 80s sci-fi-ish. Yeah, you know? very 80s yeah. sci-fi. Very, multi-pass. Uh, yeah, multi-pass. Yeah. <laughs> and no, it, it actually it did have a very, uh, the color scheme to it was very reminiscent to Fifth Element. Uh, that's a good example of it. So yeah, I love Thor Ragnarok. Uh, let's jump to, uh, I'm going to save that one to the end. Let's stick with uh, Jeff Goldblum here. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to end off with that one. Let's... Go into Life Aquatic because I loved Life Aquatic and uh, Justin hasn't seen this. So this no, definitely but this is the one be, with Bill Murray, right? Yeah, this yeah. has to be at the top of your list of ones to see because this was. Do you like Wes Anderson's movies? Uh, he did uh, Royal Tannenbaum. If you say yeah. no, then yeah, you might no. not like this movie. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I do. Yes, um, you know what the types of movies. He yeah, does. yeah, yeah. Didn't he also do uh, what is it? The the, the hotel the one. The hotel. Was yeah, so that was funny, so man. good, dude. So good. What was the name? Uh, uh, the Grand the, Budapest the hotel. hotel. Yeah, that was good. I didn't see the train one though. I love the train one, the Jujarian Limited. And uh, what's the one with the uh, with Bill Murray and the little kid? Uh, oh, uh, Talia Shire's son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, was the star of it. Uh, Rushmore. Rushmore. Loved Rushmore. Oh yeah, that, that was, was good. the first one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That kid gets that's annoying, Adrian. But... That's Adrian's son in real life. You know Adrian from Rocky. Really? Yeah, that's her son. Huh. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. Um, so that one's funny too. But if you like one Wes Anderson movie, chances are you like right. them all. Yeah. Bottle Rocket was his first one. We should mention that too. Uh, that had Owen Wilson and Luke Wilson in it. Yeah, really I mean, I'm pretty sure I know the premise. Like Bill Murray's friend gets killed by a shark, and he goes to hunt the shark. <laughs> right? When he's at the I press could... conference, pitching. So how does this advance science? Like they're asking him all he's these like, questions. Yeah. yeah, he's like revenge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he tells people, "I'm going to go on a three day drunk, and then I'm going to go fu- uh, hunt down the uh, the shark that killed my friend." Yeah, and that's basically what he does. It's like Jack Cousteau. Yeah. But they have that great... Uh, and Jeff Goldblum is the, is the he's guy... He's his nemesis, really. He's on the nemesis on a different ship. Who used to be married to uh, Angelica Houston, who who is now uh, Steve Zuzu, uh, Zazu. uh, Zazu's uh, uh, wife. So you've got... Uh, he's basically Jack Cousteau. He takes videos and everything. He's got a crew. He's got that great ship that's that's filmed like a like an, a noises offset almost huh. where they can show every layer yeah. uh, from it so they just pan right. Isn't the soundtrack it, all uh, um, Spanish versions of, of the uh, Eagles song? No, David Bowie. David Bowie's yep. song. One guy just singing all David Bowie's songs. And it's songs. one of the deckhands. He actually, in the scene. Oh, really? In, in Spanish and you can't you can't understand it, but you know what he's you know, playing. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you, know you can yeah. tell that he's playing changes at this point, or heroes, and he's doing all of them. And it really goes well with the movie. Yeah, and uh, it's uh, it's an amazing uh, Bill Murray movie for sure. And uh, Jeff Goldblum comes in and does some really funny stuff. Yeah. So what's what's like his character? He's he's like the opposing guy that has everything Steve Azuzu has, but better. He yeah. has a better ship. Better he's got ship. a better More crew. More money. His crew's all, professional. All, yeah. all his crew's wearing like, polo shirts. And and, other crew's just a bunch of weirdo. Remember the script girl that's on the thing that's yeah. that's uh, topless through the whole movie? Yeah. She's just this, this <laughs> topless girl that hangs out. And they never mention the fact that she's, she's topless. topless. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she just, she's in scenes with her tits hanging out and no one mentions it at all. <laughs> uh, Noah Taylor was one of the other guys who that's went right. on to play uh, Hitler and uh, Preacher and in that Max movie. Yeah. Uh, but Owen Wilson, Owen Wilson, this was one of his movies uh, yeah. too. So he, he was, comes on at was the he beginning. Son? That's what he comes on at the beginning. He was like, uh, uh, he comes on as Bill Murray's son and has that great scene where he meets him at a party. And he's like, uh, he shakes his hand. And he's like, oh, do I know you? And he says, yeah, you knew my mom. And he says, uh, 
he says the mom's name and he's like, I'm your father, aren't I? And he's like, he's like, I think so. Yeah. And then Bill Murray's like, wait here. And then he just, he, there's this <laughs> great scene where he just, they do this dolly shot of Bill Murray walking to the bow of the boat. He walks, so in the middle of the conversation, he tells him his father, he yeah. walks to the bow of the boat. He stands at the bow of the boat. They play this great music. They show Bill Murray take a joint out and, and hit it and hit it a couple times. And then the next shot is him back with Owen Wilson. He's like, sorry about that. You caught me with one foot off the merry-go-round there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just awesome. got these Ooh. great lines. And Kate Blanchett's in the movie too as comes on as a reporter that's, that's right. doing a story about him and everything. <laughs> and it's really funny. They get taken by hostages. At some point, they break into Jeff Goldblum's sea uh, like laboratory. laboratory to steal a whole bunch of shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> and uh, he... Uh, Jeff Goldblum uh, is really funny. He wears like these robes with these like speedos underneath it. This makes me so angry. Someone broke into my lab. He's like, we got to go off and get them. And uh, there's this great moment where hostages, pirates, uh, board uh, Bill Murray's boat takes the uh the bond stooge away which is bud court who plays uh that little kid in uh harold and mod uh yeah. all grown up yeah. and uh so they kidnap him and they kidnap uh they don't realize that they took uh they end up coming across um jeff goblin's boat and they see and when they get to the island where they think he's being held they see they killed all of jeff goblin's crew oh like, shit just killed them these pirates and uh they're looking over the island and they can't find them. That that insurgence on the island might be my favorite piece of music and scene where they're actually do that great dolly mm-hmm. shot where they're all entering the island. And uh, Bill Murray's like, swamp leeches. I got swamp leeches. Oh, he's got shit. them all over me. He's pulling them off. And everyone else is just staring at me. He's like, wait, I'm the only one who got them? What yeah. The, what the hell's the deal? <laughs> he does great Bill Murray type S stuff in this movie. So do they ever find the shark? Uh, yeah, they do come by the shop oh, yeah? eventually at the end. But uh, I don't before even think that, they kill it, right? They no, they don't go. kill it. They uh, uh, they see how beautiful it is and everything. But they they do a lot of crazy animation in this movie they do. too. A lot of weird like when they're weird, in the submarine. Uh, yeah, when they're in the submarine, of, or even before that, shit. they're they're showing this weird stuff. But one of my favorite stuff with Jeff Goldblum is they uh, they think they the pirates aren't on the island, and at one point the the dog kind of alerts them to this one room, and they open the room, and all the pirates are sitting there playing poker with uh, Jeff Goldblum and they got Jeff Goldblum's been beat up and he's wearing an I'm a Pepper shirt from like Dr. Pepper <laughs> on. and then he's like Steven have you come here to rescue me and then he looks at the pirates and Jeff Goldblum looks like I fold and then they just shoot Jeff Goldblum in the chest oh, and he shit. falls out of his chair he doesn't die it just kind of goes right uh, through him so uh, he makes his escape with uh, Bill Murray and they have to like literally like fleeing the island where uh, the pirates are shooting at him they're shooting back at him and it's wow. just it's, at moments it has this like exciting adventure stuff to it but it's the underlying comedy is like throughout like right. very clear uh with wes anderson stuff type stuff and jeff this wasn't uh well the jeff goldblum was also in uh the budapest remember was he, he? he was in the grand budapest motel remember he showed up in that little car at one point and he opens the door and he's like get in oh i think i do remember that yeah and I don't know if he was in the uh, the one that you liked that Wes Anderson did. That was the only one we didn't mention was the uh, oh, the one with Ed Norton, Magic Kingdom, Ma- uh, Moonlight, Kingdom. Moonlight Kingdom. That was with awesome. the uh, the two little kids yeah. uh, who were in the uh, <clears throat> the one kid who was in like the Boy Scouts, and he escapes from the Boy Scouts to meet up with his girl, and they go off on an adventure together. I think I remember. And there's a that lot of like weird really good kids in this movie it's, it was a weird movie but, but it was very Wes Anderson If you like I said Anderson. if you like Wes Anderson it was endearing like all his stuff like, 
Yeah. It was a kind of endearing. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I just like the way. Great. Edward I, Norton was great. Oh, was yeah. so funny. I just like the way he does his movies. Yep. You know. That's why you would. And I think the best of those, in my opinion, is Life Aquatic. So mm-hmm. if you like all those, uh, what is your favorite one of those? I think West probably uh, The Royal Tenenbaums. The Royal Tenenbaums. I've seen I, it so I, long, I really but I love like it. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I haven't seen it in a while either. But That one was those. even slightly more dark than most of his other ones because yeah. it dealt with the. Like, the hotel the, one was good. Hotel one was Yeah. Oh, it was great. Yeah. Absolutely. Ray Fines was so funny. That kid was good. Uh, yeah. He, oh I yeah, don't know yeah, who yeah. The hell he is? Yeah, yeah. No, but he was awesome. His man. little sidekick. Him yeah. and Ray Fiennes. I love Ray Fiennes. <laughs> I love when he just takes off running when the cops show up. <laughs> 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 Willem Dafoe when he punches Willem Dafoe in the uh, face because Willem Dafoe was also in Life Aquatic and really funny. In That's Aquatic right too. He played the German guy. Huh. He was like uh, super serious. He was super serious and he was pissed off that Owen Wilson was coming in to uh, take his place. And he's, I'm going to punch you. And he says, you don't uh, rev that scene with uh, Bill Murray when uh, when Owen Wilson says, I'm, I'm going to punch you in the face. Yeah. And then Bill Murray punches him real quick. And he says, you, you, don't, don't, t- you don't tell somebody you're going to punch him in the face. You just you punch just, him in the you face. You just punch him in that, yeah. that face when he's not looking for it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Just as, along with Correct. Jeff Goldblum, man, he had some really fantastic stuff in this movie. All right, so this last movie we're going to talk about here, and this is a great one to end it off with because it's one I don't think we've talked about before, and it's uh, one of our uh, have. childhood. Uh, have we? Yeah, we have. In the, it was in the early, stages. early, early. Huh? I don't know what yeah. movie it is. It's uh, 1988's Beetlejuice. Yeah, yeah. Did we mention who? I don't know what we picked Beetlejuice for uh, early on. I think we might have just mentioned it during something else. Oh, uh, it could have been if we were just talking Michael. We, I don't. Think I think it might have yeah. been Michael. It was just Michael. <clears throat> well, in this movie, we got. If you haven't seen Beetlejuice, what the hell's wrong yeah, with Yeah, seriously, I don't even know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> it had a really, really young uh, Alec Baldwin, man. If you, if you go back and you look at pictures of Alec Baldwin, oh, it, yeah. you're like, wow, he was so young in this movie, man. And Gina Davis, Gina Davis always looked like Gina Davis, man. Even yeah. now, if you look at her now, yeah. you can tell it's Gina Davis, man. Yeah. Uh, and the great Michael Keaton. So this was a Tim Burton script, so it was clearly weird already. I yeah. remember when this movie came out, we were thrilled to see this movie yeah. when it came oh, out. Man. So good, dude. It was so good. We got it on video and we watched <laughs> got, the hell out of it. Got plenty of snakes and lizards for the kids to <laughs> yeah. see. So there's no problem with that. No problem with that at all. Yeah. <laughs> the only downside of this movie is there's not enough Michael Keaton in it, even though there is a good amount of Michael Keaton in it. Right. He could have been in every scene because oh, yeah. as a kid, you're just waiting for him to show up on everything. Yeah. But there's <laughs> so many good scenes in this movie. Oh, yeah. Otto. They, oh they yeah, got the guy they have to come. Catherine O'Hara, man, I love Catherine yeah. O'Hara. Oh, yeah. right. She's great. And uh, if you don't let me gut out this house and make it my own, I will go insane, and I will take you with me. I will take you with me. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and, Jeffrey Jones, uh, another Jeffrey Jones movie. Who was the? Who was their friend? Was it Otho? Otho. Oh, yeah, that's, that's what yeah, it was. Yeah, I thought not Otto. Otho. Yeah. And uh, the great Winona Ryder, man, yeah. when she was still in her dark kind of phase where I think she just walked into this movie with what she was wearing on. And just Probably, kind of yeah. Played her kind of shtick. Uh, she was fabulous in it. And Alec Baldwin <laughs> and Gina Davis were the perfect, perfect... Cookie-cutter couple. Yeah, perfect couple. And I love that we kind of were seeing this whole strange thing through their eyes and the whole them going through the... Uh, uh, the handbook. The know. old lady was great. Oh, the one, oh yeah. yeah. When they when they went. there's so many little things in this movie you miss. Oh yeah. And you go back and you watch it mm-hmm. and like the smoke coming out of her neck. Yeah, like, a bunch yeah. of different times. 
Or all the stuff in the waiting room there. Yeah, that, the that guy that got flattened by the truck and he's like, <laughs> yeah, how do I flat. look? Yeah. There's no mirrors on this side. Yeah. You know? I feel a little flat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you look good. Coach, you look good. I don't think we yeah. I don't think we survived that. And yeah, and see him, guess. we've we've talked yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. We've talked about that, that guy. We have talked about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and I love his connection to that movie. Yeah. Like, you know, it's They're really funny, man. Yeah. You know, the coach made it. Yeah, he survived. <laughs> he survived. Yeah. Uh, but when they first uh, when they first met Michael Keaton in, in the model and they got sucked in yeah, Michael yeah. Keaton. It was least, just like the Michael Keaton show. Yeah. It was like they must have... It's like he drank seven cups of coffee and then yeah. it was like, roll it. And yeah. then Michael Keaton just went off. But I think that was just Michael Keaton. I've seen yeah. Keaton. 67 times. And it keeps getting funnier every time, time I see it. <laughs> Not to mention the fact that you're talking to a dead guy. Yeah. So, no. am I qualified? Yeah, yeah, he what do you just think? keeps trying yeah. to feel up yeah. Tina Davis. Yeah. Hey, her mom knows. Yeah. We even shop at the same store. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird movie. Tim Burton uh, is a weird movie. Oh, when it comes so all the way down good. nice fucking model yeah they grabs his crotch yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. or he's trying to look up Gina Davis's skirt yeah he's like, hey 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 yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, or like uh, all of a sudden there's the strip club that shows oh yeah. up and he's like oh, I think yeah. I'm feeling a little horny because <laughs> yeah. he tried to pick him up yeah, and yeah. he came all the horns came out of him we've come for your daughter Chuck oh my gosh it's like my, my favorite gr- line my girl's favorite scene is the calypso at the dinner table yeah with the, that is the, good uh, the Harry yeah. Belmonte Tally song yeah. Yeah. And, the and the shrimps and the shrimp the coming grab that's so Tim Burton man there's yeah. so much Tim Burton in this, this movie and uh, because this was around what was Pee-wee's Big Adventure was probably 85, 86. So this is a couple of years afterwards. But uh, Tim Burton had already kind of established himself as that kind of weird yeah. director that would come out with that weird stuff. And one year later, he did Batman with Michael Keaton. So they obviously established. You know, and I, I think there's a scene in uh, Batman 2 where he says, like, you want to get nuts? You know, oh, That's the first one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And every time I hear him that, and see him, yeah. all I can think of is Beetlejuice. Yeah, like, it's weird. It's, it's the same thing in it's that It's weird moment. that you say that, too, because I've said that line, and I've talked to people about that line, and a lot of people think that line is in Beetlejuice. Yeah. They don't think it's in uh, Batman because it's kind of out of character. Right. Uh, for when he was, because it was over when he was with Vicki Vale at her apartment, and Jack Nicholson showed up and started giving him shit. Yeah. And he grabbed the poker, and he smashed yep. the vase, and he was like, you want to get nuts? Yep. Let's get nuts. Yep. And the way he says he, it. He didn't do anything. Anything else in the entire Batman franchise with that kind of uh, voice or anger right. in it. So it seemed very random. Yeah. I've heard that clip played so many times, too. Really? Uh, I've heard it at the beginning of oh, like, yeah. radio stations yep. and stuff like that. You want to yep. get nuts? Let's get nuts. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's that's definitely a trivia question you might be able to stump somebody on that where was this Michael Keaton? Oh, uh, yeah. That is a good so. one. Comes back to like some uh, games that I've been planning for our uh, episode fifty, man. I've got three separate games written down uh, that I'll tell you guys about off. Uh, You're gonna be like the Alex Mike. Trebek. Oh yeah, right? I'm gonna be yeah. the guy hosting. We're gonna get. A, I'm gonna do start need, working on a. Do we need a third contestant? No, we're gonna get like. Ringer? We're gonna get like five. <laughs> uh, Ooh. Five. We're gonna have share mics and shit, man. We're at least gonna have two more uh, guests on it. I'll we'll, try not to be sick. Uh, yeah, don't be sick. We'll, <laughs> we'll replace your ass. We'll yeah. Replace that mic. <laughs> So yeah, yeah, Gina Davis and uh, sterilize the microphone. <laughs> so yeah, Gina Davis and Beetlejuice, and these are two fabulous actors that are still unlike the last pod we were talking about. Uh, Gene Hackman, who's probably not going to do anything else. Uh, Jeff Goldblum and Gina Davis possibly may not have even done their best thing yet. You know, they're going to continue acting and continue putting out quality, Jeff quality stuff. Looks man. exactly the same almost. He looks exactly. better. Yeah. He looks better yeah, with that does, silvery yeah. hair. Yeah. yeah, and the glasses. I don't, I don't like the, the way whole... he looks in that commercial though, with the glasses and his slick back oh, really? hair. Like, I don't, like, I don't know. It, it's weird. 
weird. Uh, it must piss a lot of uh, uh, women off that uh, a lot of these women who uh, have to, uh, a lot of the actresses that feel the need they got to get plastic surgery and like guys just age yeah. gracefully like yeah. that, man. And it's got to be uh, shitty because, uh, I mean, Jeff Goldblum was, he was always kind of a, uh, kind of a, uh, a Maybe a, a heartthrob kind of guy growing up, but he always had that kind of weird, lanky he was look. Goofy, though. yeah. But a lot of people didn't think so. A lot of people, he was very heartthrobby too. I mean, a lot of people thought of him he was in a goofy, in a goofy kind intellectual of way. way. I yeah. think he, he probably the least was probably the fly. I mean, he had that curly hair and he was ripped. Well, in, in, yeah. in Earth Girls Are Easy, wasn't he? Wasn't I don't he even selling himself as a heartthrob in there after he got all the hair shaved off him. Uh, they all were, I think. Yeah, yeah. so. That was interesting too, but maybe not as much in, uh, in like, uh, even Jurassic Park. Man, he kind of changed his. He's one of those guys that kind of changed his image like every ten years, you know. Yeah. Uh, and by he hired a focus group. Yeah. <laughs> what, should I, what should I do now? Yeah, right. There's some really funny things on the internet, um, collages and stuff put together, just like they as with like Christopher Walken mm-hmm. and uh, Nicholas Cage. They have some with Jeff Goldblum. They put a bunch of clips together. Oh, really? Yeah, and they say like, oh. Like they, he has a connection to aliens a lot. He's like he's either running away from them, uh, he's yeah. getting killed by them, yeah. being attacked by them, yeah. becoming one, yeah. or like, <laughs> and they, or they just. And they went through all the different connections he had with yeah. aliens. We didn't mention Independence Day on it. I'm not a huge yeah. Independence Day fan. There were scenes from it that I was. I, I'm I, not I, anymore. I when it came out, man, I thought that was one of the. I watched it movies. a bunch of times too, but yeah. then I was like, it doesn't hold up. That's as why much. I'm not a yeah. fan of it anymore. But yeah. like for the five years yeah. when it came out, and if it was on TV, I watched it all the time. And I liked Goldblum President in it. Bill, I liked uh, Bill Pullman. Uh, Bill yep. Pullman. I, I liked Randy Quaid as that crazy pilot that had to get. Hello, the wheel, boys. Man. Yeah, I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it it just doesn't hold up to me, and uh, then they tried. No, to, and that's then that, they tried to research the that was series, terrible. and I didn't even terrible. watch it. It was bad. It was terrible. Yeah, unwatchable. Oh, they did a series. They did no, a new one. No, they made a, a, new, a movie. new one. New one. Like yeah, two really? years ago. Really? Was last Goldblum year. even in it? Yeah. Was he? Yeah. yeah. And um, even he couldn't save it. Bill Pullman was in it. From what I see, that uh, Goldblum might be the most interesting thing of this new loss uh, or this new Jurassic World, but it's it's kind of kept in silent of how much he actually is in it too, right? Yeah. You know, because you see him at like a Senate hearing or something right. like that in the trailer, but I've heard his voice played over different scenes and everything, and I'm it kind of makes it. me wonder how much he's in it. Yeah, I'm calling it now. He dies if he goes. Yeah, but I'm wondering if he even does. I mean, it's stupid not to. I think he's gonna say I should I, never come back. Yes, yeah. See, I think he shows up at a random <laughs> time, at a random time, saves somebody. Dies shortly thereafter. He doesn't die enough in movies. Yeah, I mean, how many times I'm looking over the movies now? I mean, the fly. The fly was one of the ones he died, and he wanted to die. Yeah, he grabbed the gun and put Uh, up against his head. head. (laughs) That was horrible. But yeah, you're right. He doesn't. He doesn't do a lot of dying in movies. I don't think he he didn't die in Independence Day unless he died in the last one. Mm, I don't think so. Maybe he did. That's how bad it was. I order you to kill me in this movie. Yeah, right. I dare you. I want an alien to suck my brain out. So yeah, so that about does it for uh, our second actor, Actress Pods. We'll, our next one should be exciting, too, because uh, actually I think I have it already uh, slot, uh, slated to, to go in the next uh, like uh, five or six weeks, and it's a really exciting pair that uh, I know uh, there's certain movies by one of them that Justin's going to be super thrilled to talk about. Nice. I'll mention it to you later. But... <laughs> <laughs> uh, but until then, you can uh, listen to some of our past episodes and uh, on iTunes and SoundCloud. Give us a review or a like. We'd appreciate it. We're on Facebook, even though Justin can't like us. I know. So, something happened with Justin's Facebook page. Two right? episodes gets my 
fields mode. What's that? What's a fields mode? My fields out in my oh, field. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> What's a fields mode? <laughs> anyway, because I could do like one, uh, one of them almost takes my uh, my my route at night that I yeah. do for mm-hmm. work and everything. That's funny that you can listen to like two. So that's like a five hour uh, Yeah, it's job. five hours to five cut hours. it and two pods back to back. So I can go back and. That's cool. That's, that's how I do it, man. If I didn't have my job, luckily I have my job, so I'm listening to the pods all night long anyways, and it's really exciting. Yeah. He's critiquing himself. Oh, I should have said this. Oh, <laughs> oh, that totally reminds me. I totally sometime want to do like a, oh, I missed talking about this, yeah. you know? Because I think about that when we're listening to the Start pod. Start jotting like, them down. Yeah, oh, I have. I have, actually. <laughs> I started, yeah. well, we've made mistakes in the past, too. Oh, yeah. We said one guy was another guy, right. and then I'm like, ah, it's not that yeah. guy. Yeah, that happens. Yeah. <laughs> But we can also be reached on Facebook and on um, Twitter at Doopy Podcast or by email at fascinatedwithfilms at uh, gmail.com. Keeping up with those? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's got to knock a couple off a day. (laughs) See what you can do. (laughs) Next week, I'm not going to mention what franchise. Next week's going to be our first uh, pod about a specific franchise. I'm excited. And we're going to be talking about all seven films in the franchise soon to be eight well that'll be my only tease to you it's, uh, <laughs> it's a franchise that all three of us grew up with and we, uh, we all me. love <laughs> <laughs> no we gotta let that stew for a while but we will do that uh, <laughs> but this one's gonna be a really fabulous one i've just started my marathon of it and everything and i forgot how much i loved all these movies and they, how much they were a part of my life and had great music and everything in them so it's gonna be exciting to talk about so Hell yes make sure you tune in to listen to that so until then See ya. Later. Peace. That is one big pile of shit.